Yeah, it's best show. What's up? My name's Tom. I'm the host of the best show tonight. We have an exciting show planned for you, the best show listener. Tonight we talk about, not me, we talk about you. We're doing getting to know you. Evergreen from the old days, bringing it back. Been meaning to do this for a while. I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. We'll get to know you a little bit better. So you call 201-332-3484. That's the number to get in on the best show action tonight. And we're going to have fun and keep listening and get ready and it's good. And that's all. It's best show time. Best show.
Hey everybody, welcome to the best show. My name's Tom Sharpling. I'm the host. Welcome here on this surprisingly warm East Coast tri-state area January evening in 2018. Warm, huh, Mike? Very strange. Very strange. Warm. Strange days indeed. Strange days indeed. The phone number 201-332-3484. Tonight we are getting to know you. I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. We'll figure out who you are. We just heard from Royal Trucks. From their album that came out last year, Platinum Tips and Ice Cream, a record we did not, I shamefully did not play as much of as I should have. It is a kind of a live action type record of Royal Trucks going through the catalog. That was Sewers of Mars. Great song. And the record's on Drag City, which is uh, Drag City Records, uh, which I believe is just dragcity.com. And listen to this. I saw Royal Trucks. I saw Royal Trucks uh, uh, on Friday. They played... Uh, they played Brooklyn. Market Hotel. You'd love this place, Mike. Yeah. Market Hotel. It, uh, I think what's his face from, uh, from No Country for Old Men would look at it and be like, yeah, I'm not going to go in there. Anton Churg. Anton Churg, if he saw it, he'd be like, I'll let him, uh, I know I represent the inevitable, but I'm going to let this person get away. Is that what he represented? Mike? But just that just that it oh it never stops. It's just ine- it's just inevitable, right? It's just inevitable. You can't run from it. You can hide. I would have knocked him out though. I'm telling you. I'm in that movie. I see Anton Churg coming. Next thing you know, he'd be on the wrong end of his cow cow uh brainer. Right? I'd show him what, I'd show him what fur. That's just how it goes. That's how it goes, man. Look out. You come after me, I'll come after you, death. You hear me? I'm inevitable. I'm the inevitable. So. I think I've only seen that movie once. So, is that weird? It's a good one. What's better, that or there might be blood? There might be blood? You like No Country for Old Man more than there might be blood. You don't like the bowling ball scene and there might be blood? Wait, it's not there might be blood. 
There could be blood. What's it called? There's gonna be blood. Well, that's a... That's a completely different thing than there might be blood. There might be blood. Uh, before you go in the other room, uh, there, uh, little heads up, uh, there, uh, there might be blood. I could be... If me and Mike, and when I say Mike, there's this guy, AP Mike, he's a producer on the show. Good guy. Um, picture me and Mike back to back. One side is Anton Churg. The other side is Daniel Plainview swinging around a bowling ball. Not a bowling ball, a bowling pin. Right? This is how me and Mike take him out. We turn face to face. Start doing patty cake. Patty cake, patty cake. Baker's man. Bake me a cake as fast as you can and you punch on can. They never see that coming. Anytime you're in a fight, just do patty cake. They don't, anyone fighting you will stop to watch you do patty cake and will not know that you're going to punch them out on the end of patty cake. It works. It worked that time me and Mike fought the 2007 Oscars. Is that 2007 at this point? When was that? Who cares? It happened. It was the past. Who cares if it was 1961 or 2015? Doesn't matter. It happened. Happened, man. Yesterday. Yesterday is yesterday. Don't matter if it was uh, uh, Khrushchev banging his, uh, his flip-flops on the whatever he did. He took off like one of his uh, shower shoes, right? He started smashing it on the podium. Because he doesn't like to walk around uh, a public uh, gymnasium and, and uh, shower. He doesn't know what kind of fungus he's going to get. He's, uh, he was very smart in that regard, Khrushchev. He didn't want to pick up no uh, no fungus, so he took off his uh, his flip flop and started smashing it on the podium. If you like this the, the stuff I was just talking about, well, let me tell you about Patreon.com. Boy, oh boy, if you want more of that, head over to Patreon.com/slash/TheBestShow, and that's how you support the best show. Why? Because we don't got no ads on this show. We don't take no grants or anything. It's a listener-sponsored show through Patreon. You give what you can give. You give anything, we appreciate it. It goes to Patreon, simple to do. Patreon cleaned up their act. They had a little blip where they tried a different billing model. They fixed it immediately. It's a great company, uh, upstanding company. Love them. They did the right thing. They made Patreon a, a solid a donator-friendly site. You give what you can. You like the show, you give. And then, uh, then you give certain things and you get certain things. $5 a month. A mere $5 a month, uh, you get all this extra uh, content. Exclusive content. The podcast, Meet My Friends, The Friends, uh, My Friends Recap Podcast, which is uh, about a dozen episodes in now. 
that's going to go behind the Patreon thing first. It's going to be the first place you can get it, Patreon. Otherwise, you have to wait a week or two before it's available for everybody else to hear. So you support the best show, patreon.com slash the best show. And while you're at it, swing by apmike.bandcamp.com. How about that? Check out what he's got for sale up there. Shirts and what? Uh, what's he got up there? Headshots. All sorts of stuff. He's got great stuff up there. Go, go support Mike. So yeah, so I saw Royal Trucks on Friday. I can say this. That's a rock, that's a rock band, man. Neil Haggerty, that's a rock star. You see that dude in action? That's rock star stuff, man. Jennifer? Was, it's super, uh, intimidated to meet her. But I met her. She's very nice. She's a rock star. But she's intimidating, but she's nice, but she's a rock star. That's how it should be sometimes. But everybody's gotta, gotta seem like they, like they, like they gotta be approachable. You don't want that somebody you can't you look at Jennifer you can't say she's got your eye I saw Roy Orbison's eyes over the years more than I saw her eyes. That's a good thing. That's how it should be. A little mystery for once. A little mystery for once in your life. Yeah. That's how it was. And that's how it is. And that's how it shall be. I think they're back. That was great. They were amazing. And they were rocking out, playing all all the great songs. And you, you know how I am with people, uh, with the, in the audience, people yelling stuff out. First of all, on one side of me, there was this guy and girl, and they were, uh, getting very handsy with each other. Very super affectionate. Then on the other side, there were two guys who were getting very handsy with each other. Next to me, it's like, what, what, what am I in the middle of here? What is this, a Caligula? Am I at a rock concert? Or a, 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 is this a, a, some kind of porno event? Am I at the, 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 the couple on the one side of me is uh, going to town. The one on the other side was not They were in town. They were in town. But you know, the worst part of the whole thing was that the, when the, on the right of me, the guy with the other guy, the guy had his hand, his hand on the other guy's shoulder and started like tapping his fingers like it was the top of a desk. Like, and it was so distracting to me. Just like fingers tapping like they, cause it was at eye level, it was four inches away from my eye. Also, just these fingers tapping like he's, like he's killing time at a desk job. But it was the other guy's shoulder right in my face. I tell you, everybody there could have done whatever they wanted. That was the worst thing I could have, you could have ever done. Tap, tap on the other, tap, just clicking your fingers in order. Four inches from my face. And like literally four inches from my face. I would have preferred any, anything. I would have preferred anything. I would have preferred if they, they were, if people were throwing, uh, uh, balloons filled with spaghetti sauce around the room. 
rather than this uh, tapping fingers right near my thing. I would have preferred if, if somebody dumped a, 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 bu- a bucket of wet fettuccine on my head rather than the tapping fingers. Look, tapping fingers on their own are annoying. At eye level, that's bad news, man. That is bad news. Tapping fingers at eye level. What do you think of that, Mike? Any thoughts? No thoughts? I don't know. Mike's doing his own show up there. He's screening away. He's screening. But that was a great show. Rural trucks. Just don't tap the fingers in my face. It's even annoying me. Me making that sound is annoying me. Because it's it's bringing that motion to life. Just the, the tap, tap, tap. Oh. Uh, you might want to check. Uh, be a little careful, cause, uh, I think, uh, there might be blood. Yeah, there might be blood. Yeah, I saw this XTC documentary the other day. What a snooze. I watch those. Look, I like, I like a bunch of those records. I like a bunch of those records plenty. Not everything has to be a documentary. Not every story needs to be told. Like, I see this guy talk, uh, the one guy, uh, talk about that he fought with, uh, Todd Rundgren. That they, that they are argued over the arranging on the album. Yeah. What a snooze. There's one part of it where he's describing, uh, Andy Partridge as saying how he has synesthesia. Where he can like see a color and he, like he hears color and all of that. And then he starts making up a song on the spot, like trying to describe the color that he hears with the sound. He's like playing a chord like, he's like brown, there's a brown puddle on the ground. What am I doing here? Really? Band's been around for 45 years. This is, they, they're going to take up 15 minutes of their, their 70 minute documentary to, to show this guy write a song about a puddle. And they don't even talk to the thing. The, the documentary don't, don't even get into certain things like, yeah, why, why don't the two main guys talk anymore? Like that's not a part of the documentary that the two main dudes don't talk. The band broke up under less than ideal circumstances and they don't talk. Yeah, why, why would we put that in the movie? Well, we, we could put it in, but we gotta make room for this puddle song. 
We need to watch Andy Partridge write a song about a puddle on the spot. Man, these bands, they get caught up in that production style. Like, now we're making great records. No, you're not. Your records stink now. That production style, that, that, that. You know, it's a bad, bad thing. Beatles, Beatles, the Beatles are bad, I think. The Beatles have done some bad things to, to, the Beatles are responsible for some bad things that everybody has to do a Beatles song. It's like a, like, like every, every song has to sound like a beat, like, like, did you take a lot of I went on down to be the thing. Like every, like, look. Yeah, there's a million chords out there. You have to use all of them. These Beatles, Beatles set some bad, created some bad, Beatles fans are the worst. Not the Beatles. People took that, like, I want to sound like that. Beep, boom, boom, ba beep, boom, ba boom, boom, boom. No thanks. Hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Best show, hi. Hi. Hi, Tom. Welcome to the best show. Thank you. Hi, this is uh, Sean in Chicago. Sean in Chicago. What's going on tonight? Uh, Not too much. It's a pretty nice, uh, pretty... Not, not too cold night in Chicago. It's not too cold of a night in Chicago. I like that. Yes. So, uh, what are you doing for 2018, Sean? What do you got lined up? Uh, well, for 2018, I have been uh, working on a comic for a while uh, that I finished kind of like inking and drawing last year. And so this year, I'm, I'm basically uh, resolved to finish it. That's my, my goal for the year. You're going to finish your comic? Yes. I'm very determined. Good. To it. It's going to take a long time. Uh, it's going to take a lot of uh, editing and a lot of work. But I'm, Are you drawing it or just writing it? I'm drawing it. I'm, I'm drawing and writing it. Uh, ah. It's about it's like 600 pages-ish. 600 so. pages? Yeah, it's very long. It's, it's long. Uh, How long have you been working on this? For almost a year. Almost a year. That's pretty good for a year, 600 pages. Yeah, well, it's like every page is kind of like, uh, it's like a panel almost, but it's like an individual page, so it's it's not quite as long as it sounds, but it's still pretty long, you mm-hmm. know, still fairly long. Yeah, you know what I would say uh, to you, you got, you, got, you got a publisher lined up on this uh, phone book? Uh, I'm just gonna, it's gonna be posted on, on the web. Okay. On the internet. Yes. Well, I can't, I, this sounds interesting. What's it called? Can you give us the title of this, Sean? 
the title of it is, uh, I, I believe the title is going to be The Song, is the title of it. The Song. Yeah. And will you let me know when this is a reality? Yeah, absolutely. I will let you know. Thanks, it's, bro. Hopefully, the goal is like the, the first half of this year, uh, but it might take longer than that. Um, I actually am going to be uh, like writing actual songs for it that are going to be like played while you read it. It's kind of, I don't know how it's going to work. So 600 pages, you better start writing those songs. Yeah, yeah. you got a lot yeah, of songs yeah. to write. Yeah, I have a, a musician friend who's going to help me out with it, so I'm very, very excited for that. Uh, this is very exciting. Yeah. Keep me, uh, keep me appraised of your situation, my friend. Yeah, I'll keep you appraised. I'm, I'm excited for the, the theme tonight, for the, the, uh, the getting to know you theme. Well, I should have had some music. I should have had some music that went getting to know you, like on a loop. <laughs> I should have had that on a loop. Yeah. The studio? Yeah. Hey! Hey! Studio! Can you do a loop from the song Getting to Know You? Like, just the chorus of like, Getting to know you, getting to know all about you. Thank you. He's on it. <laughs> but I'll start with you, Sean. Are you ready? Five questions. Here we go. Sure. Sean! What's the longest you've ever gone without sleeping? Oh, hmm. Let's see. I once, for like a church thing, I, I once, like, it was some charity thing where we had to, like, stay in the church and stay out up late for a while. So I would say probably, hmm, the longest I've gone, honestly, I think I slept for like a couple hours that night. So I would say it was like, hmm. Like 24, probably longer, more than 24 hours. So a solid 24 that. hours, you could say. Yeah. Yeah, I'd right. probably a solid 24. All right, Sean, who's your hero? My hero? Uh, let's see. I would say one of my heroes uh, actually very sadly passed away recently, uh, Ursula Le Guin. She was yes. a, a, like a fantasy author. Yes. Writer. She passed um, away. Really, really great. A couple days, uh, a day or so ago, right? Yeah, yeah. Really, really great writer. Uh, so I, I would probably say her. Okay. Question number three. Who's just taking up space? <laughs> uh, uh, one of the Paul, either of the Paul brothers. Pick uh, one. Which one? Jake or Logan? Which uh, one? That's, you know, probably, I'll go with Logan. Logan, okay. Yeah. Yes. What's the most you ever paid for a record? Ooh, interesting. Uh, hmm. Oh, the most I've ever paid. Not a whole lot. Probably like in the $30 range because I got one of those. I think I got like, um, which I guess doesn't sound like a lot, but I got, uh, it was like the expanded like Live at Leeds by The Who. For $3? Yeah, it was like 30 bucks. Uh, but I, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know why. I guess so I had you paid $30 like, like, for it. You're, you paid three for it. What did you pay? Uh, it was thirty. Thirty. Okay. 30. All yeah. right. All right. And uh, let's see. One more question for you. What's your least favorite holiday? Ooh, interesting. Uh, hmm. Let's see. Least favorite holiday. Probably. 
Uh, that's hard to say. Anything like, oh, that's hard. You know, I'm I'm a little like. I'm thinking What's about the it, first one that comes think, to mind? What's the first one that comes to mind? For some reason, I was thinking Christmas, and I hate to say that because I, I don't. I, I guess I don't hate like any holiday. Uh, Christmas is just rough sometimes because it's kind of an emotional time, and I think sometimes it there's like a lot of pressure associated with with Christmas, like. Just like getting into the spirit of it. Sure. So, um, so Christmas so I, then. I guess it would be. I, I I feel very cynical saying that, but that that's like the first one coming to, to mind. That's okay. That's fair. It's it's how you feel. It's how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. Bye. Best show. Hi. Hi. To whom am I speaking? This is Jonathan. Jonathan. Where are you calling from, Jonathan? Calling from Idaho. How are you? I'm good. What's going on out there in Idaho tonight? Uh, terrible. What's wrong? What's what's happening? Uh, the crops? What's wrong with the crops? Uh, too much snow. Too much snow? Yeah. Well, 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 how much snow are you getting? About eight inches. Yeah. It's a lot of snow. Over and over, it adds up. It starts to drive you nuts, right? It does. Yeah. So I says to you, my friend, first of all, you pumped about the Oscars? You pumped? I hate the Oscars. Yeah, good. That was a trick question. Oscars are for suckers, man. All awards are for suckers. They are. Right? Right. Awards are for suckers. They are. Look at the things they give out. Look at the, right? Why would they do that? Because people always line up and try to make uh, the person next to them feel bad when they don't win. Why do, why do we want to watch the Oscars? Uh, I don't. You do. I have not watched an award show in years. You sure have. No, I haven't. I stopped cold. Sh- why? Why? Because I hate them. You, you lie. I don't lie. I tell you the absolute truth on this. If I, okay. why would I lie about that? I could own it. I, I, I see you as a person who would lie. Well, you see me as a person who will lie. Well, I, that, that actually is a, that doesn't offend me. I'm not going to say it offends me when it does. And I honestly, I don't care. Uh, okay. Either way, that, but that, I know I know that, you're wrong. That's all. I know you're wrong. Okay. So it doesn't bother fine. me. That's fine. That's fine. You want to consider me to be wrong? That's fine. Well, I don't consider you to be wrong. I know you're wrong, and I can base that on my how many award shows I've watched over probably the last four years, which is zero. Okay. So why does that mean I'm wrong? Because you're saying I'm lying. I'm not saying you're lying. You said you lie. You point blank said you lie. I could have possibly said that. Yeah, you didn't possibly. What what are you, a lawyer? You're dancing around the thing. You could be. Get off my phone. Annoying. I don't lie. I didn't say that. I never said that. It's like Nathan Thurm all of a sudden. Got Nathan Thurm up in this piece, trying to talk to me that way. I wouldn't lie like that. Perhaps I could have said that. 
Go warm the tractor up. Best show. Hey, um, oh. thank you for being a friend, and uh, oh, oh. Uh, Tom Sappin, he's the coolest, the best show, really, really. Oh. He's rocking the air, you know, with the magic of the best show. Yeah, best show. Who's yeah. It? Oh, hey, it's doing, Avalanche Tom? Bob. What's up, Avalanche Bob? Oh, uh, did you like the album? I didn't get a chance to hear it yet. Oh, you still haven't heard it, huh? No, I got it. I, I got it. Your manager sent it to me. Uh-huh. And then a listener sent it to me. A listener went into his own pocket and bought it to send it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I didn't get it. I'll check it out. I'm going to check it out. I can't wait to hear. Can't wait to hear it. I hear. Okay. I've heard great yeah. things about. It. I hear everybody here. Great, it's a, great. Yeah. And uh, yeah, things are going great, Tom. Uh, really great for me. Um, I I don't want to talk too much about it, but uh, I got a part in a major movie. I did a scene and. Uh, They'll be coming out in about eight months, so I got something else going on. You're in a major movie. We're going to do a show at Maloney's again at St. Patrick's Day. Hold on, you're in a major movie. Yeah, a a big part. Uh, it's a it's a small part, but they really thought I was great in it. This isn't one of them Transformers movies, is it? No, no, this is a comedy. You don't play a Transformer. <laughs> no, no, I play a transhuman. <laughs> no, no, uh, no, I'm not playing any robots or anything. I'm playing a straight part. It's a comedy. A, yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. I want to know more about this. You can't tell me anything, though, can you? No, because uh, I can't say anything now. It'll be out in eight months. It's a major movie, though. Major movie. You hear this, Mike? Uh, ma- I mean, it's not, no document. Mark this, this is a major down. movie. Mike, Mike, eight months yeah. from now, mark this down. So September. Yeah, yeah. September. And, uh, like I said, we're doing the show at Maloney's again, and maybe some other shows coming up, and things are going great. And if, maybe you can give us Ben the album on the air, okay? Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check it out. I can't wait. I'm, I'm yeah, this, I can't, I can't great wait. Songs on there I think you'll like. I've heard, and, uh, look, I've heard nothing but great stuff about it. I can't, I can't wait. Yeah. Okay, I'll listen to Tom McCork next week, okay? Alright, my friend. You have, have a, a great, great night. Great, great weekend. Bye. You too. Bye. That's a little sad. Getting weird between me and him. Best show. Hey, happy Tuesday, Tom. Ben, oh, the mail carrier. Uh, happy Tuesday to you. Who's this now? Uh, ben, the mail carrier. Portland, ben Oregon. in Portland, Oregon, the, the mail carrier. The guy who's got the sack over his shoulder, humping Ooh. it through your neighborhood, right? Yeah, yeah, you know it. What's your least favorite kind of package, Ben? Uh, Poster? People order dog food. People order dog food. So you get an eighty-pound bag of dog food. You got to deliver. Yeah, and then it's sliding around in the in the box. So yeah. it's all all the weight shifting around. Yeah. And plus, my girlfriend works at a pet store, so it's like adding insult. You're taking food out of her mouth, making me schlep your dog food. Yeah. What is she? What, what, is her name Adrian? Adrian. No. She works at the pet yeah. store, right? Yeah, yeah. You feel like Rocky. You are. You're like the Rocky of mail. Um, <laughs> now, Ben, let's do getting to know you. Um, right. I'm going to ask you five questions, and please answer them um, as best you can. On a scale of one to ten, how happy are you? Um, 7.2. Point 7.2 point is very good. I'll t- I would take that. Yeah. Um, who do you owe a call to? Ben, who do you owe a call? Oh, like a phone call? Yes. 
Uh, my mother, she lives in the Bay Area, and I'm in Portland, so okay, well, I could always call her. Give your mom a call. Give your mom a call. What What do you wish you could do? Um, write. You wish you could write. Sit down and yeah. Um. What's your favorite candy bar? Ooh, oh, that's a tough one. I think I'm going to have to go with Rocky Road. Rocky Road. That's a candy bar now. Yeah, it's like a marshmallow covered in chocolate yeah. with some nuts on top of it. I forgot where you live. It's Portland. I'm surprised you didn't say you wanted, like, the uh, hydrocodone donut over at that <laughs> Oh, yeah, those, those gross. I hate voodoo donuts. That, that is misrepresentative of the yeah. city of Portland. Place. I drove, last time I was in Portland, I'm like, all right, let me get one of these dumb donuts once and for all. I go there, like, it's so late, and the line was out the door still. I'm just like, yeah, forget this. I don't need. Yeah. I don't need people, it. People here in Portland love to stand in line for restaurants. You know, it's just like, I don't know. I don't like it. I, but people, you know, I'll see lines around the block for certain restaurants, mm-hmm. and it's just okay food, you know? Yeah, but they love to line up. Ben, final question. Yeah. What's what's the most popular movie that you have yet to see? Oh, um, no, I watch a lot of movies. Uh, most popular, oh, RoboCop. RoboCop. That. All right, that's a good yeah. one. All right. Okay. Well, hey, um, real quick, you were saying last week you were saying how your mail carrier was um, was telling you that. You know, you, you gotta live your life after retirement. You wait till your retirement and then you, you, you live after that. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, very common in the post office. You know, a lot yeah. of people say that, you know, one more day till retirement. Um, bad advice though. But, yeah, cause today we just, I just got news, uh, one of my, uh, carriers at the station passed away real suddenly. And he was like 50. And, uh, you know, it's just, don't live your life like that because you never know what's going to happen. You could just get it all taken away. You're living your life waiting for retirement. What are you doing? That's true. I'm with you, my friend. I'm with you. Yeah. All right, Ben. Live your life. Live your life. I appreciate it, Ben. Thank you. You you carry wisdom as well as bags of dog food. Um. All right. Back to the phones. Hot phones tonight. Hot phones. Hot phones. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom, it's Tim in Newbridge Muse. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you tonight? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I, I wanted to uh, run something by you. Um, somebody on um, on Facebook posted um, a comparison of v- Vladimir Putin and Green Day's Mike Durnt, saying how, how, similar, how similar they look. Have you ever noticed that? It make I th- if I think about it, I I've can never see noticed it. it before. Yeah, it's true though. And and if you think about it, you never see Putin at a Green Day show, so or you don't anymore anyway. No, he uh, he's he's much. He really loved Blink One Eighty Two. Is that true? Yeah, that was his band. Interesting. He was a big. He thought Green Day were a little uh, pompous. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he like he thought Blink One Eight Two were more fun. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, 
Kind of like the maybe like the Beach Boys and the Beatles or something, or the Stones. Yeah, something like that, I guess. And he always like because because Blink One Eighty Two has those fun album titles. Oh, take off your P and J. Yeah, yeah, like that. Anima of the state. Ugh. Like. That's sick. Yeah. That's sick. Imagine if like a classic group, right? Named gave one of those their albums that title like imagine if like imagine if like um like exile on main street was called something like dirty underwear like you know what i mean like the stones are coming back on tour for the first time since first first time since altamont and then there's a new album to promote and it's called it's called dirty underwear face <laughs> yeah it's, yeah, it does, that's it's a double album. Yep, and it's called Dirty Underwear Face. Dirty Underwear Face. Yeah, they're back. They're back. The album that's being called a master, being hailed as a masterpiece. Four Dirt. nights at the forum to, to promote their new double album, album. Dirty, Dirty Underwear, underwear Face. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know what? Uh, I, I went to the movies last night. Uh-huh. I saw that new Liam Neeson film. Um, God, what's it called? Um, oh, it's called um, The 65-Year-Old Man Who Fist Fought Like Seven Guys Who Were 30 Years Younger Than Him On a Moving Train For Like Two Hours. That's what it's called, right? That's a, it's actually not. A, it, the movie's called The Commuter. It is. Yes. But it's not called. It's it's. I think I think you gave the the plot of it. Every movie he's just called into action. Yeah, I've never really seen a movie of his before. I don't think ever. It's like it is weird. These guys. There was for like the first twenty years that we knew Liam Neeson as an actor. Right. Did he do one action movie in all I, of that? I, I don't know. I, then, I, I don't think so. Then there's just like a day where he decided, from this point on, every movie I do is an action movie. Nothing else. And like, is he doing like push-ups between takes? To like, they call that, in the wrestling world, they call that a beauty pump. I don't know if you knew that, but... Uh... I don't know if he's doing that stuff or, or what. I don't know if Liam Neeson is is doing a beauty pump before they say action. Maybe not. I guess. Like you picture him getting up, like he's in uh, in what the aisle on the on the the, the train set, right. doing push ups around like lighting setups. He might and be. Things. All right, Liam. Uh, Thirty seconds. We're going to need you back in the back on the. Uh, Back in this chair on the train. Yeah. Back Hold in on. The seat. <laughs> Hold on. Fifteen more push-ups. Yeah. Let me take this dress shirt off. <laughs> yes, in a jacket. Yeah. In like a like a like like a fall jacket. It looks yeah. like I think he and a dress shirt and slacks. <laughs> and he's doing push-ups. You never know. Yeah, you don't. Hey, what these guys do. Hey, what did you say your name was again? Uh, Tim. Tim, your voice is very familiar. Yeah, I get that sometimes. You get that? Because I, I know your voice. I am... How do I know your voice? 
take it from hemorrhoid herb. Your can will say thank you, man. Oh my god. Your hemorrhoid herb. From the commercials, from the Cool Buns hemorrhoid cream spots for yeah, that's you. No, I, I'm Tim Dyson. Who? Tim Dyson, the actor, comedian, writer. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Tim Figure. Dyson. I mean, I'm sorry, I don't know I did not know I don't know your name, but you but I do know that voice and you you are hemorrhoid herb. Same old story. I don't know what you mean. It, it, it's just frustrating, you know. I'll, uh, look, I'll I'll do what I can to nutshell this as best as I can. All right, uh, let's, let's go back uh, mid '90s. You know, I, I'm I'm part of that whole Odenkirk, Cross, Silverman, Posehn, Garaffalo, Tenacious D, L.A. comedy scene. You know, and, and I I was actually the the alpha dog in that world. If really? you want to know the truth, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I pretty much ran it, and you know, I was working on my own TV pilot. I, I, I was going to be all over Mr. Show. You know, I, I was writing all this great stuff with Dino, and, and I'll say it right now, as a matter of fact, it was originally going to be called Mr. Show with Bob and David and Tim. I, I had so many great characters. Wow. Wow, this is this I did not know any of this. This is big. Yeah. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I I'd never heard any of this before. Um So what what happened if that's the case? Well, you know, so I'm, I'm kind of poised for this all this stuff to happen and one day out of the blue I got a, a call from my agent and he's asking me if I want to audition for a Cool Buns hemorrhoid commercial. And and I'd never heard of the company before, and at that point, Cool Buns hadn't even, I don't even think they'd advertised yet, you know, and it was a brand new company, and and I just thought, Cool Buns, that's the stupidest name I've ever heard of for a hemorrhoid cream. I have to go to this office and, you know, just, just to F with them, pretty much. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. So I go to the audition, basically as like an act of performance art. And I'm being like really abusive to the casting people. I'm jumping all over the place, getting in their face. It was actually a lot like that uh, Mr. Show's audition sketch. I don't know if you yeah, sure, sure. That or not. Oh, no, absolutely. The Mr. Show, the one with where David Cross keeps acting like all the minutia of his conversations with the casting people are actually a part of the audition. Yeah, exactly. Right. That that came that came from this scenario and. These people were getting so mad at me, and it, it, it was it was so brilliant. I was just showing them how stupid and predictable they were. You know, they they had no original ideas, and I had this I had the main guy in tears by the end. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So so what what happened after that? If- so I, I forget about the whole thing, you know. And I'm getting ready to embark on this amazing subversive comedy career with all these people that I mentioned earlier on, on my good friends and I'm super excited about it and then my agent calls me back and he says I don't know what you did in there but they loved you the gig is yours and I was like are you kidding me I was I was terrible to them I was so mean wow he goes, yeah, and he yeah. goes no and, and 
And then when he told me the money I'd be getting for just a few days' work, I mean, I, 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 I might have passed out. I was shocked. For the amount of money you were getting. Yeah, it was insane. So, so I figured, I'll do this. I'll, I'll get some money in the bank. I'll, I'll, I'll get some experience in front of the camera. And all that's going to help me in this, you know, this weird comedy career I've got ahead of me. And, and also, um, a selling point was that hemorrhoid herb wears a mask. So I, I would never be tainted by this, oh, he's the hemorrhoid cream guy. You know, because my face wouldn't be out there, mm-hmm. and you know these spots are going to run for what, what, like a month max, and then but that's it's, it's well, gone. No, but it, but the thing was like those things ran all the time. Yeah, and that campaign was it was a huge hit. Like right out of the box, everybody was talking about it. I remember, and I mean back then, I remember my friends and I would watch TV shows that we didn't even even care about. Just so we could see these ads with with hemorrhoid herb, it, it was crazy. I mean, it, it was it was just completely insane. People they went nuts for hemorrhoid herb immediately. You know, he he was he was funny, he was weird, he was kind of subversive. You know, as, as subversive as you can be in that context. Yeah, you know? but there was definitely a little bit of uh, like I guess you'd call it like a dark dark humor mm-hmm. to the yeah. to the ads like. Kind of like an awareness of of things, almost like what the Simpsons would be doing to to a point. Exactly. Know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Um. So what what uh what happened after that? After the spots uh kind of popped. Well, the the spots were were so successful immediately that they just ordered more immediately, like a, a lot more. And from there on out, it was just. I mean, it it consumed every part of my life you know when those things hit it, it's kind of rare that something that big hits so quick like you know flow you know and and the the can you hear me now verizon guy you know it, it takes over your life and you're on like a, a speeding train at that point sure and if you're doing a bunch of these then the the money's got to be uh the money's got to be pretty great yeah i mean you know there's there's no way of talking about this without talking about the money. You know, imagine being 26, getting more money than you ever imagined. One day you're literally drinking hot dog water out of a vending cart, and the next wow. you're smearing filet mignon in your waiter's face because it's medium rare and not just medium. You were doing that? I was, yeah. I did it a couple times. Like I, I think I did it three times one in one day. So you were ordering filet mignon that frequently? Yeah, same restaurant, same guy. Okay. Same waiter. Yeah. Yeah. So, he- so but, but I, I was in this unique position because I, I improved like 90% of my stuff. And my stuff w- was way better than what the UCSs at Finn and Nixon were coming up with. The what did you say? Better than the, the UCS? The UCSs, yeah. The UCSs, what's that? The Untucked Crisp shirts. Okay, so that's what you called yeah. the ad people. Yeah, and this is before they actually had those shirt crisperies. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they so were. It, they it, were it require a, you know a little more effort to be a crisp shirt. Yeah, there was some manual crisping going on there. Yeah. That uh, and it's not easy. No, it's not. Back then, yeah. I mean, you know, now they have have the crisperies. You just you just drop off your. Your, your untucked shirts and, you know, they're like you could 
open letters with them when they come back. Yeah. So it, it was a different era. It was, yeah. So, so at that point, I'm even more valuable to them because the product really starts selling. Like uh-huh. it, it was big. Cool Buns was was at that point it was really given Preparation H to run for its money, and and then it, it blew past Preparation H to become huh. the number one seller. Okay. So they were letting me do anything I wanted to do on the set, and I mean, you talk about being in the zone and being in the flow. Everything I was doing was gold. So you really were just like the the I must have been on the top of the like the top of the world. What do you think of like you're on set, you're doing whatever you want, you're getting paid like big money. That's 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 a huge. That's like top of the pyramid. Only room. Yeah, it, it was. But I'll, I'll tell you, as the years went on, I, I found myself getting really depressed. You know, I've. Uh, I was swimming in money, cars, ladies' nether regions, but uh, you know, I was also watching all my friends do these incredible things in comedy and pretty much revolutionize it. You know, really, uh-huh. really turn it on its ear. That I could see how that would be weird, um, especially for a guy who, like you, you're saying you were the like the alpha dog of mm-hmm. the scene. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, all those people were still my friends, and they and they, they were super cool to me and, and supportive. But because we were constantly shooting these spots, I wasn't able to audition for things. I wasn't able to help them write for their shows or their movies. Nothing. Nothing mm-hmm. like that. So, you know, me and my jealousy and my unquenchable quest for fame, I, I demanded that the mask come off. So people could see that it was me, Tim Dyson, doing these ads, and not just this guy in a mask. This, yeah, this. Mm-hmm. Okay, this yeah. rings a little bit of a bell. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, so I'm really trying to present myself as as a funny leading man, kind of like Hugh Grant, but but buff. You know, I was really working out all the time. You know, I was taking stuff too, and um, you know, so I, I see all my friends getting recognized on the street. You know, get, getting hit up for autographs and. And the person asking them for the autographs would look at me, and I'm the guy that's made more money than anybody here, and they ignore me. You know, it, it was it, it was a lot like being in, um, I guess, what it was like to be in Vinnie Vincent's old band, um, the uh, the Clown Guys. Um, you mean Kiss? No. Yeah, Kiss. Kiss. Yeah, I thought it was Kiss. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So anyway, you know, it really got to me, and you know, I, I wanted to be known. I wanted to be a star. Your, your ego was kind of getting the the better of you. It was, yeah, yeah. It was biting me in the can, and, and also in the front in the nads, <laughs> oh, okay. like a double bite. Sure, okay, yeah. So anyway, and also oh, to make matters worse, I was on all those '90s drugs just to kind of help me with my. Anxiety, my resentment, you know. I mean, uh-huh. God, all this other stuff what, I was what, on back what were then. What the things you were taking, if you don't mind? Like, well, like uh, pebbled trash can, Monica's dress stain, stank Petri dish, uh, Urkel suspenders, crumpled trumpet, Desmond Child's child. That was a tough drug. Desmond oh. Child's child. Really crazy stuff. The high was nuts. Uh, Billy the Kid's kid. And uh, the worst of them all was Tom Peterson's son. 
Tom Peterson from Cheap Trick? I guess from Cheap Trick? I guess it's, is that the, there was, so there was a designer drug named after the bass player for Cheap Trick. Yeah, and I'll tell you, this thing was so heavy. When I got up in the, I only took it once. When I got up that morning, I felt like I had eaten a 12 string bass the previous night. Wow. That's, yeah. that's, uh, that's rough. It was bad. So, you know, and also I'm spending so much time getting my abs ripped, you know, and shredded and doing these daily quad face peels that I didn't really have time to write anything. So I totally half-assed the comedy. And without the mask, I was just another guy who looked like all the other guys on TV. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I know what you mean in the way that, like, you see it a lot if you pay attention to stuff. There's all these actors who, when you kind of strip it down, they all look exactly the same, and it's almost impossible to tell any of them apart. That's true. Like, all these guys in this new movie where they ride horses, they're in Afghanistan, is that right? I can't tell any of these guys apart. They're all hunks. I guess that movie is about how, after 9-11, the government turned to a male modeling agency... And was like, we need you guys to catch Osama bin Laden. Wow. Sounds plausible. That we need, we need hunks to go to Afghanistan. Yes. They'll never suspect anything if they see 12 hunks coming. These guys are too good looking. Let's let them pass. 12 interchangeable hunks. That's right. <laughs> Wait, is, is this 12 guys or one guy? Yeah. Yeah. Is it one guy moving around a lot? Right. It's, like, it's 12 horses, though, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's... So, 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 look, you know, because I'm on all this stuff and I don't know what I'm doing, I'm crazy. I was getting into these huge fights with the director of, of this spot, and his name was, um, oh, my God, uh, Phil Morrison. Sure. No, I, I, I know Phil. You know him? Oh, yeah, Phil. I'm, I'm friends with Phil. You're kidding. What's he doing now? He's Phil's doing good. He's really he's working a, a lot. He's, uh, he's he's yeah. He's he's great. I heard he did a movie that was real successful. He's done a couple movies. Yeah. I wonder if he'd cast me in the he movies he made already. I, I don't know if he'd cast you in the ones he made already. They don't remake movies that quickly. Well, they don't insert people back into them. Oh, I bet they do sometimes. Oh, you didn't hear about that new movie where the guy. Um, the guy was bad as a human, and they put the, this guy that's like 120 in his place. What's no, I, I did hear What's about it called? that. It's well, about the rich guy. Yeah, all oh, it's the, the Patty Hearst story. It's the what? The Patty Hearst story, It's not right? the Patty Hearst story. It's the... Uh, it's no, Patty the, Hearst, he, he was kidnapped. No, it's What's-His-Face, uh, Money Man. What's that oh, called? Oh, Moneyball, Michael Lewis. It's not Michael Lewis. It's Money Man, the old man. Was Tabitha Soren kidnapped? No, Tabitha, Tabitha Soren is oh, fine. Okay. Um, it was uh, Moneybags. What's his name? Hurst? Not Hurst. Yes, I just no, said that. You said Hurst, but it's not Hurst. He got kidnapped. No, it's not Hurst. It's uh, Car not Carnegie. Who is it? What's his name? Money Man, the old man. Oh, I just saw it, too. It's uh, Old Money Man. Oh, it's, well, it's Old Money Man. That's what it's called. Say, hey, Old Money Man, see? Yeah. 
You guys. So okay, that's one example who of where. Who took my cigar? That's one example of where they it's went. Who took my cigar? Isn't it? I thought it was old money man or all the okay. old money or something. Okay. That's, well, I'm pretty sure they, one, they uh, inserted. So that's uh, one example. It's not yeah. the norm. So I'm I pretty would, sure. Wasn't Devo put in some old movie too? Isn't Devo in, in Citizen Kane? The band Devo. Yes. No. Okay, maybe I'm thinking of something else. You might. You well, you are. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Oh, so no. So look, so anyway, I was so far gone on these drugs, and I was so far up my own keister that I thought I was God on the set, and everything I said and did was top shelf comedy, you know. And and um, I totally overthought the concept going in. They, they let me do whatever I wanted. I wanted the commercials to be about the making of the commercials. Uh-huh. Like, what What normal person in America turning on the TV doesn't want to see that, you know? A commercial about the making of a commercial. Yeah. Where the guy who everyone liked is now dismantling his... Char- the character in front of us. Yeah, ex- exactly. So I'm I'm riffing with the sound guy, you know, or, or, or the script woman, yeah. and but they weren't improvers, you know, and or actors. And I'd get really annoyed when they they weren't funny or they'd blow the line that I gave them, and I throw one of my patented hissy fits. Uh-huh. And that's not just a just a, a term. I, I did have them patented. Had what patented? My hissy fits. Your hissy fits. I did, yeah. I, I had a guy from the patent office on set at all times. And later on, if I saw someone else on TV or whatever, you know, throwing a hissy fit that I thought really resembled mine, yeah. I, I'd have my lawyer send a cease and assist order. A, see, a cease and desist. Desist That's order. That's what, what your lawyer was sending. Uh. Not a cease and assist. No. no, you see it and you assist. He, yeah. he saw it. I saw it, and then he assisted me with the the legalese. Yeah, it's it's just, it's not. It's cease and desist. We could argue about that all night. But we won't. We won't, no. So, so anyway, I'm smashing expensive equipment. I'm making people eat their own shoes. And at at one point, I I had Morrison pinned to the craft service table. I'm holding a plastic spork to his neck, and I'm going, it's the my way or the you die way, buddy. To the director. Yes. Well, just to another human. It's like, doesn't matter who you're doing it to. That's terrible to do that to anybody. Well, yeah, I know that now. And, you know, of course, they they had to cart me away. And so they they were able to cobble together what they could for this spot. And, Uh oh, my God, it tanked hard. Yeah, those commercials, if I remember correctly, because everybody always does that, you know, the, the Super Bowl commercials have always talked about and and analyzed and i remember that was a big event like the unmasking of hemorrhoid herb yeah and it was it was, it was a big cuz it was a super bowl it was yeah yeah so i'm i'm hosting this big super bowl party you know cuz it's going to premiere and i i don't know what i assume they've done a great job with it and you know cuz i gave them some good stuff and i was so jacked on corral at that point that i i had a bazooka trained on my guests so they'd be quiet during the commercial and then the commercials gone. A bazooka. A, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I get anything back then. Uh-huh. So commercials over. Nobody laughs, and that just put me in a rage. 
So I'm stalking around, and I still had the bazooka in my hands, and I, and I go, all right, everybody, look out that front window. And everybody looks out the front window, and stationed at each of my guests' cars uh-huh. it, it, is, it was like a real thug-looking guy, like a real, like a mafioso kind of guy uh-huh. with a huge knife just, just like a, rubbing against their car tire. For each of the guests' cars. Each of the guests, and I go, if you don't laugh, I'm giving them the sign. You're all, all your tires are slashed. It was like, it was like seventy-five guests. So you would make everybody. So you'd say like, "Hey, you, uh, uh, you know." I can't remember who was there. Alan. Was, uh, like you say, "Hey, uh, Alan." Brad Pitt was there. Oh, so if you say Brad Pitt, "Hey, Brad, did you did you like my commercial or what?" And he would go, <laughs> "I loved it, man. It was great." Yeah, and then you'd wave the guy off his car. Yep. Yeah, wave it off, and it, I mean, we did it at least seventy times. Well, that's a shocking amount of preparation. It's hard enough planning a party, like a Super Bowl party, on that scale, let alone to have seventy plus goons ready to knife the tires of your guests if they don't laugh at the commercial. Right. Yeah. But you know, conversely, I had a I had a plan for if they did laugh, I would do the same thing. Everybody go to the window, and then they'd look out, and those same seventy five guys they had like little little shammies, and they would bust the car. Uh huh. But that didn't happen. Okay. Yeah. So this seems like really one of those turning points. It, it was, yeah. So so Cool Buns fires me, and they bring in this new guy who had a similar build and voice, and they put a mask back on him, so he's masked now, and, and they played it off in subsequent commercials like the Super Bowl spot was supposed to be terrible. You know, and then all these late-night shows made fun of me for a few days. E- even Magic Johnson, he made fun of me for having subpar comedy chops, being out of my element. You know, he said I need to stay in my own lane, this stuff is like that. on his talk show. On his talk show, oh, so yeah. You were getting ripped by Magic Johnson. I was. For, for, not, for, for having subpar comedy chops while he was doing one of the worst talk shows anybody's ever seen. That's what I thought. That's what I thought, but... I couldn't get anything. I couldn't get any love, and so after a while, nobody cared about about the spots at all. After after like a few weeks or so, but then also nobody cared about me. Mm-hmm. Nobody would audition me because I had the taint of hemorrhoid herb all over me. Uh, my agency lifted me from commercial lead to laugh at. That didn't that didn't feel so good. They put they put you from what to what now? You know, commercial lead. Sure, that's what you were categorized as. Yeah, originally, and and then after this whole thing happened, I I, I got bumped down to laugh at. Laugh at what is yeah. what is laugh at? Well, laugh at is a pop culture footnote whose mere presence uh, elicits laughter. Uh huh. Yeah, like my, my agency also uh, handled some other laugh ats um, John Wayne Bobbitt, uh, Cato Kalin, Jeff Galuli. I'll tell you, it got so bad at one point that we we all lived together at the Laugh At Condo that that our agency owned. The Laugh At Condo. Yeah. Oh, that's depressing. It was bad. Uh-huh. We, we didn't. We didn't even have. We didn't have, I think we had electricity. We might not have come to think of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and it also here's an added element of horribleness. Um, this place was was haunted by one of the deceased 
laugh at. Who was that? Mr. Whipple? Mr. Whipple from the Charmin uh, toilet tissue commercial. Exactly, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was legendary. And he, he died. died and I guess at the end he wasn't doing so well. So he, he died up, at the, he died in the laugh at con. He died in it, yeah. And, and, and he was, he was not like a fun ghost. You know, he wasn't, he wasn't like Casper the friendly ghost. He was, he was like a, you know, like, like that movie Poltergeist. I mean, I mean, he, he was a Poltergeist. So he was just terrorizing you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ghost the of the walls Mar- and stuff. He'd come to the sink. Ugh. The ghost of the guy who played Mr. Whipple was a yeah. horrible ghost. Yeah, and, and you know how like it was "Don't squeeze the Charmin." That was his catchphrase. Yeah, he he would come through, and I, I don't know what goes on on the other side, but he had like it was like these two slimy heads, and he was like, "Don't squeeze the heads," uh-huh. and he put them right in your face. If you're in the tub, can you imagine being in a soaking in a tub and you're relaxing? And then this old guy with these two, like, weird, slimy heads comes through the drain. To be fair, I would have a hard time just being in the tub relaxing. It's tough. It's tough, you know, because, you know, pop culture and movies, there's so many terrible things that happen in those tubs now. You know, in movies? I would say... In movies, there's an inordinate amount of people in tubs. Right. Compared to what the real world has. How many people are taking baths as much as they do in sitcoms? That's a good question. I don't know. Um, well, look, so you, that's horrible. You were terrified. You were uh, tortured by a ghost and living in a condo with Cato Kalin and, uh, John Wayne Bobbitt. And and Jeff Galuli, he was actually pretty funny. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was funny. You know, but, but yeah, so, and then I've been pretty much unhirable since, what, like 2000, like 2000, actually. Uh-huh. You know, I've been living in the deepest Hades since then, jeez. Uh-huh. Well, that's, that's, that's really tough. I, I hear, I hear you. Well, thank you, Tom, I appreciate it. Um, unfortunately, I can't feed my 18 kids on your pity. Uh-huh. Wait, 18 kids? Yeah. You've eight, you're, you have you you are the father to eighteen kids. I am. That's true. Yeah. Can I can I ask uh, how many times have you been married? Never. Yeah. Don't ask. Okay. I won't ask. Eighteen kids, though. Yeah, I know. So so, Tim, what are you doing for for money? If this is the case. Well, you know, so since nobody would cast me due to my hemorrhoid taint, I could say that phrase all night. Yeah, I, I figured, why not embrace it? And mm. when I did, my creative juices really got flowing. They, you know, it was really flooded with the creative juice. Uh, so you were flooded with the creative juice after the hemorrhoid <laughs> thing. It really was. So I, I ended up, you know, I, I, I wrote a book called Roid Rage. Uh-huh. And basically, that was a, a tell-all expose on the sordid world of hemorrhoid advertising. But I tell you, Tom, it was too hot for the cowardly mainstream publishers, so it came out of my own imprint. Okay, you put it out yourself. Yeah. What was the name of your? What's the name of your publishing company? Saint Martroids Press. Okay, Martroids. Yeah. Press. It's a fun. Yeah, fun and I also did this hidden camera show called "Yeah, I'm That Guy." Uh huh. Yeah. Well, and basically, I'd, I'd go into different public places, and I'd see if people would recognize me. And I'd give all kinds of money and cash prizes and other prizes to people based on how many facts they could answer about me and my life. Uh-huh. 
And and did people generally know about you and your life? Uh, we don't need to get into that. Well, how much money were you giving out on an average episode? Are you are you counting the money that that um, that I, I you skimmed from the yeah. production? No, I'm not. Oh, you're not. Okay, no, uh, zero. Okay, I was going to say if it was, then it would be negative, like three hundred bucks. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, what else did I do? I, oh, I had, a, I had a great, um, a great thing called President Hemorrhoid. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it was a, it was a scripted laugher in, in which a guy from a popular hemorrhoid commercial campaign is drafted by the American public to become president. Uh huh. That's a hit show, right? Yeah, but it, but I'm I'm assuming since today is the first time I'm hearing about it that it wasn't a hit show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you film them? Oh no, no, no! I, I I was working on it. I was I hired this guy to kind of beef it up. This guy named J, uh, Jake Fogelnest. Uh huh. And uh, he he never he he must have ran off with that script. He never he never came back with the script for President Hemorrhoid. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope he's not going to use it for something else. I don't know. I don't know. I paid, I paid him quite a bit of money. Mm-hmm. Twenty five dollars. Yeah, that's that's that is quite a bit. It is of money. Yeah. So those, oh, I also did stand-up comedy. You did stand-up. I did. Yeah. I I, I build myself as the stand-up that can't sit down. Uh, yeah. Every joke was about me having hemorrhoids, yeah. which is weird because I never had them, and I still haven't had them. I'm I'm not even quite sure what they are. So you're doing yeah okay, but you're yeah. doing material as if you're like a hemorrhoid herb type guy. Exactly. Yeah. And and and. Uh, I don't, I, I don't get why it didn't take. You know, I mean, I was doing long sets too, like four hours. Yeah, that's a long. That's that's way too long. No, it was great. What else did I do? Um, um, Hamlet. You did Hamlet. No, Hamlet. What's Hamlet? Well, Hamlet was my adaptation of Hamlet, but uh, you know, I was wearing a modified version of my hemorrhoid herb costume from the commercials. You, you know, so so that they didn't sue me. Sure. No, you're you're you're. You're taking. I could. You also want to be respectful to the bard. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're on stage, just like, just like, just like he he envisioned it. I think so. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. And how how did that go? I I did get sued. Okay. I did. Yeah. Uh, by Cool Buns. Okay. Uh, also by the estate of William Shakespeare, and I was even sued by Robbie Shakespeare, the Jamaican bassist. I don't. I never got that. He sued. Even yeah, what did I do to him? He got in on the action. I guess so. Yeah, I had to pay him something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is it safe to say that the other things, none of these took off, right? Like Tom, Tom, th- that would be the safest thing that anyone has ever said ever. It would be like a like a sentence that was that was made of a pillow factory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. E- each one bombed harder than the last. Uh huh. Yeah, well, Tim, I'm I'm sorry to hear that. I mean, I know you're trying to. Thank you. You know, it it it, it 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 has been tough, but the the one thing that's really helped me through the this tough time is music. You know. Yeah, it has that. It has that ability to do that. What what kind of stuff uh, do you listen to? Well, you know, I, I'm really in, into Rush. Okay, sure. And, and unfortunately, I got bitten by this garden bush pig a few months ago, so I've got subacute tidal amnesia. Mm-hmm. So I, I have a, only the vaguest handle on what the albums are called. It's a disease that people contract 
Oh, you've heard of it? Oh, oh yeah, yes, yes. And uh, you just cannot identify the names of, of... No, I know the covers. You know the covers, but you can't, you don't know the names of albums. No, no. Like, I, I love this one record, That Big Ol' Owl. The Rush album? Yes. Yeah, that's called uh, Fly By Night. Oh, there's a song on that called Fly By Night. Okay, that makes sense. I also like uh, Marionette at a Bomb Site. Mm-hmm. Um, that's A Farewell to Kings. That has their shortest song on it, I think. What's that? It's called And the Men Who Hold High Places. Okay. Yeah. Um, I also like uh, the new wave one, Dalmatian and the Fire Hydrant. Sure. It's uh, uh, moving pictures, actually. I also like, uh, I also like, uh, what's the one? No, what's, no, that one's called, um, I do the name, name of that one. That one's called Signals. Sign- and I, but I do like the, their, their reggae album called Moving Pictures. Wait, hold on a second. Yes. Let me run this through my mind right now. Yes. Signals. That's the one with, yeah. Signals. That's the one that has the Dalmatian. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but the reggae one, I like moving pictures. Yeah, which is actually funny that you would identify that as as the title, because you have Titlenesia, and you actually said the correct uh, name of the of the album based on the cover. Could be, could be. Hey, speaking of music... Uh-huh. That's actually the reason I called. Okay. Okay. As you may know, that band Jawbreaker recently got back together after breaking up in, like, was it 96? Yeah, yeah, it's been a long time. And they're, they're back again, and um, it's funny because that's a band, like, very popular now. not They sent me records back then. I was running a fanzine. Shredder Records was the label, I believe, and they had sent me stuff. And were, I mean, back were you a fan of theirs going back? Honestly, no. You know, I I really didn't pay any attention to them back then. And it's funny, as a matter of fact, I used to live in a loft above a club in West Hollywood in the early nineties, and. I couldn't even be bothered to walk the 20 steps downstairs to see them play the, like, four times they played there. Uh-huh. Yeah. So why, why are you bringing this up to me now? Well, Jawbreaker's playing three nights at Brooklyn Steel, uh-huh. and I was wondering if you'd get me tickets. To go to... Well, you said that when when they were around in their, their original... Uh, heyday, or whatever you want to call it, right. you couldn't even be bothered to walk 20 feet to see them. Yeah, but that was then, and this is now. I, I I know I did less than nothing to see them before, but I'll do more than anything to see them now. Anything. Uh, I I really I, I I don't think I can help you out with that, Tim. Okay, well, thanks. Catch you around. So I mean, with this whole thing in the hemorrhoid herb, Tim. Hello. He hung up. So he just wanted jawbreaker tickets. That was, man, that was the scenic route for some jawbreaker tickets. That, yeah. Crazy.
Crazy, crazy, crazy. Hey, well, thanks. Catch you around. So, I mean... Best show, hi! Hello? Hello, hi. Yeah, hi. This is Jeff from Durham, uh, North Carolina. How are you? Uh, I'm good, uh, Jeff. What's going on tonight in Durham? Uh, not too much. Not too much. So, uh... I, I I do have I do have an item here I wanted to share with you um, about there was a news piece about um, our old friend uh, Garrison Keeler. Sure, Garrison Keeler, the 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 broadcaster, the, the former broadcaster. I mean, I don't think you know he doesn't really have an outlet now. Um, sure, you know, and this is uh, you know Minnesota Public Radio uh, investigation into kind of more why he no longer has an outlet. Um, it involves a dirty limerick. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so I don't know if, I have a feeling once I read this, you're probably going to hang up the phone. So, hmm. um, I don't know, I'd like to do the getting to know you thing. If you want to do that first, and then we can get to the limerick. This is what I'm going to say you can do. You can do the first line of the limerick if it's clean. Okay. Well, yeah. This is uh, this is at his. Uh, he owned a bookstore in Minnesota. It was by apparently McAllister College, and um, he had some college students that worked uh, went to McAllister that worked there. And he stopped in one day and he wrote a limerick about one of them on the whiteboard behind Look, the. Look, what, what are you running the tour of the museum or do you have the limerick? I'm, I'm sending you taking you taking me down a memory lane here with this. Okay. First, cause get, get, look, just uh, dig, dig, get this from where I'm coming from. I never heard anybody with more, more glee that this guy ate it and is out. And yet, yet you just, uh, you just went down, uh, the scenic route on who he is and how, uh, like how magical it is. Like, it, it, which one are you? You, you pro or anti? Oh, no, 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 no. It, it was magical. I was just, I was, you know. All right. Just give me the first line of it. Well, the first line is a beauty who goes to McAllister. Yeah, I don't like where this is going. Let's do the game. The, the ending, something stirs at the end. Or I'll just I'll just say that. So the line rhymes with McAllister, and it's something stirs. Okay. So. Well, why would you think I'd want to do dirty limericks on this show? Well, uh, you've heard. I, I don't know. I figured it would be a. It would be you know. I figured if I pitched it to Mike, he would put me on hold. And that 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 much worked. So yeah. Well, what do you think, Mike's writing the show out there? No, it's true. It's true. Mike's asleep. Mike went to bed. He's out there. He's got a. He's got a cot. The only thing you know, he's got a cot out there. He's got the phone headset on and a cot. He screens calls from from. He's he's horizontal now. The teacher at my high school. That the rumor was he was a chemistry teacher, and there was you know a back. The rumor was that he was a chemistry teacher. No, he was a chemistry teacher, and the rumor was that he uh, had a cot in his back room that he slept in. Look, I can't blame someone for wanting to take a nap at work, right? That's why I don't blame Mike. Yeah, no, it seemed reasonable. No, I thought it was cool. He's, okay, let's not push it. All right, let's do the game. Okay. All right, here we go. Getting to know you, my friend. What's your name again? Jeff. Jeff. What's the best concert you ever saw? Oh, man. Um, I saw a band last year in Raleigh called uh, Charlie Bliss. Uh, they put on a 
pretty solid show. It was a little, you know, basement venue, uh, kind of dive bar, and it was it Charlie was really Blip. Good. So it was, what was it called? Charlie Blip. Okay. Okay, and that was one. That's the best show. Oh, okay, good. This show I've seen recently. All right. First thing that comes to mind. What's the one? What's something on your on your, uh, for lack of a better uh, term, bucket list? A bucket list. Oh, shoot. I feel like I was just thinking about something yesterday, and now I can't think. Can't Any, think you one. can't think of one thing you want to do before before uh, you shuffle off this mortal coil. Um, Don't worry. I'm Next question. To travel more. Travel more. That's a good one. Chinese food or Thai food? Oh man! Um, I just had Thai food last night, so yeah, it's probably Thai food more often. Okay. Star Wars. You done with it? You know what? I, I like this most recent one. I, I, I like I like that. I like that it didn't uh, it didn't meet everyone's expectations. I like that it kind of you know. It kind of messed with you a little. What's one emotion that you could you wish you had less of? I wish I had less of. Um, probably just like impulsive anger, like in the moment where you just kind of like get really mad about something all of a sudden. Yeah, you go from you go from zero to ten. Yeah, no time yeah, no, that's, that's uh, that'd be a nice one to be able to put the brakes on. All right. That's a that's good. That's a good one. Thank you, buddy. All right. Dirty limerick. Want to hear no dirty limerick? What's going on? What's that? Yeah. See, Garrison Keillor owned a bookstore. I don't care. What? What are we walking through the, the, the town hall? Uh, through town with uh, you're our tour guide. Either want to run the guy out, or you want to you want to pay tribute to him. Best show, hi. Hi, how are you, Tom? I'm well. To whom am I speaking? This is Hannah from Chicago. Hannah from Chicago. What's going on in Chicago tonight, Hannah? Oh, nothing much. We had a really warm weekend, but now it's uh, snowing again, so uh, that's always terrible. Yes. That means we probably have some snow on the way because you always seem to send it to us. Yeah, that lake effect really uh, ruins yeah. it. Swings it our way. Exactly. So what? Uh, to, uh, what? What? What's the 2018 going to be for you, Hannah? What's going on so far? Um, I'm trying to get straight A's this semester in school and uh, transfer to a four-year university. And what? What would? What would you like to study? Um, economics. Okay. Yeah, just math, just boring, boring math. Sure. With the goal being what now? With the goal, what would be the what would be uh, the dream job? The dream job would be to like help non for profits. You know, help people that don't have like the skills in place to advance because they don't have like the background or like the education to do math or to do like their finances. So you're gonna be a good person, is what you're saying? 
Yeah, I'm, I, I want to say, like, I'm an anti-capitalist, but I have some mixed opinions on that whole thing. Look, you can get no argument from me. <laughs> you can kind of dance around it with me, Hannah. All right. Burn it down, I say. <laughs> Burn it all down. That's how I feel sometimes. Burn it down. Burn it all down. Now, look, everybody, you know what it comes down to? What? People got to have, people got to have some, uh, some, uh, some, uh, uh, accountability in this, uh, life. I agree. You got to have some accountability for, for your neighbor. Yeah, we're all in this together, right? I, I would hope so. I set a goal for myself. I'm yeah. going to go to this food bank. Um, at least once a week, I'm going to work, I'm going to volunteer, to volunteer, to eat, to eat. Actually, I'm going to eat lunch there. <laughs> it's a free meal. It's pretty good. You have your pick of whatever you want. Just need a can <laughs> opener. Exactly. <laughs> I ate a giant thing of peaches the other day. <laughs> no, to volunteer. I'm going to least once a week. That's my goal. Good for you. Right. Everybody, and that's all. I'm not doing it for some high horse reason. I'm doing it because it feels like the kind of, uh, it feels like, like, uh, it's the, like, like they said, like a wise man once said, uh, I think it was AP Mike or, or, uh, Muhammad Ali. I can't remember which one that, uh, that, uh, service to others is the rent that we pay for our room here on earth. Oh, yeah, that's a pretty good, I think, field or motto to live by, to try and give back. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. That's all I can do is try. Hopefully hey. I do it. Hey. You... It's a whole year. you got a lot of time. Yeah, it's January. Yep. I'll tell you one thing. If in the summer comes along, they take me off that frozen food thing in the summer. They, they got no problem throwing me on it in the winter. It's already it's <laughs> it's, it's it's 15 degrees and I'm there uh, lugging around frozen pork chops. What's that? They got me lugging around frozen pork chops. It's 15 degrees outside, and I'm in a, in a an industrial cooler inside. Yeah, I hear you. I work at an ice cream store, freezers all year round. They throw me if they if they do. I'm doing it in the winter. You better put me on that in the summer. Keep it cool. I want to stay cool. <laughs> When, when it's hot out. Oh, yeah. Hannah, would you like to play Getting to Know You? Yeah, I would love to. All right. Here we go. Hannah? Yeah. What is your greatest accomplishment in life so far? Hmm. I would have to say, I back when I was in high school, I got myself a interview on the local news channel what was that in for what was the interview for um my mom randomly uh dragged me to church for a weekend and there was a news van outside for some reason and i, I to this day i don't remember why but i just ran up to the news reporter and was like i would love to be on tv can you put me on tv uh -huh. and then they just asked me but in that moment i was so starstruck and I was about to be on TV that I completely, like, 
like blanked. I like blacked out. I don't remember what so, I said. So underneath your the crawl or the the Chiron underneath your name must have said Hannah Churchgoer. Han- yes, it did. Hannah. Yes. What is a song that automatically makes you happy? Hmm. Hmm. I would have to say uh, the new Bleachers album. All of those songs on there really just like make me want to dance. They're Good. great. All right. Bleachers. Yeah. Next question. What's your favorite candy bar? Mm, I'd have to say Kit Kat. Kit Kat. Very good. Very good choice. Good choice. Yeah. Let's see here. Next question. If you could live inside of any movie, what movie would that be? Hmm. have to be probably not an action movie. I would love to live through the end of that. Um, what have I seen? I don't know. Maybe La La Land make everything artificially happy. Sure, you could dance around on the highway and all that, right? Yeah, there's no rules and everything's in technicolor. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Final question. All right. What's the best concert you ever saw? I have not been to many concerts, but I'd have to say um, my dad took me with him to see the last round of uh, Dead concerts with John Mayer, and um, just seeing his face like light up and have a great time made me really enjoy that show. So seeing your dad be happy at the thing made you happy. Yeah, that's, I'm not the biggest that's Dead very fan. Nice. That's a very nice thing. To say. It's a long show if you're not like a big fan of it of the Dead. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh-huh. I, I would never have gone by myself. Uh huh. Did they do but, uh did they do uh boogie shoes? Uh Come on, Mama gonna get on the boogie shoes. They did not. Right? They they didn't. They uh I think they played that the night before. Okay. Did they do uh Hitchhiking Mama? No. They did uh they did Casey Jones. Casey Jones. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. Although that show, these uh, Grateful Dead shows now, or whatever they're calling themselves, they should be like, riding my train, high on, what is it, what would be a thing like, Levaquil? What's that? Uh, Not opioids, no, what's like a, what's like, Flomax. Driving my train, high on Flomax, Casey Jones, you better... Watch your speed, right? Just yeah. songs about Flomax and... Have you seen any of the new stuff? They just kind of like wheel them out there. They don't, they don't just stand still on stage. Because they can't even walk around anymore. They're so old. Look, I'm not watching that. <laughs> oh. All it's right. a, it's you, an event. You have a great night, Hannah. Thank you. You too, Tom. Thank you. hi. Hi, Tom. It's Catherine from Nashville. Catherine from Nashville. What's yeah. going on, Catherine? Um, 
I I just got done with the one of the weirder dinners of my life, and I'm really glad to hear your voice. So you're just down so- there in, do you call it Nash Vegas? Uh, I certainly do not. I'm I'm from Nashville. I was like born and raised here. We do not call it Nash Vegas. Do you know what people call Atlanta now? What? Yollywood. No, they do. Oh my oh, god! They most certainly do because they make the a lot of movies. I've ever heard. It is the worst thing you ever heard. I agree. <laughs> I don't know. It's a wonderful city. They don't deserve that. I don't know some of the other things you've heard. I'm going to assume that. Calling Atlanta Yollywood is worse than anything you've ever heard. Yeah, it's worse than Las Vegas. It's, it's, it's really up there. I love Atlanta. It is one of the best places to visit. I've gone there all the time. They, they, uh, people of Atlanta, if you're listening right now, I'm so sorry on behalf of America. You mean, look, who do you think's calling it Yollywood? It's some, <laughs> it's some goofball in Atlanta calling it that. <laughs> Somebody's only been there once and stayed in, like, an Airbnb and thought he had, like, the greatest time of his life. No, it's probably some clown who rents uh, uh, portable toilets or whatever to to TV shows. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Slipping Houses Atlanta, something like that. So what made this dinner so weird, Catherine? Oh my, so it was my best friend's birthday, which when I met you a, a year or two ago, you met her. She's the most beautiful woman, the sweetest person. She looks like Megan Draper. She's gorgeous. Uh, but her friends are terrible. Well, first and, of all, I'm going to have to disagree because you, the most beautiful woman is my wife. <laughs> Terry T. I've seen her right before. She is lovely. She is. So this uh, well, other person would be competing for the silver. Yes, competing for the silver. She's lovely, wonderful, sweetest girl. But her friends were all like, they. a ton they, of the topics tonight were talking about the private schools they went to growing up. And here I am, this poor kid, like, I, I don't know what to say. Um, we were at this restaurant that I'm pretty sure the owners were racist. And I wasn't comfortable there, and I just wanted to leave and and and, and call into the show just to hear a friendly voice. Frankly, well, that's nice of you to say. Now we met. You are, if I remember correctly, you are involved in local politics. Yeah. Oh my God, you remembered? Yes. 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 I down in Tennessee, I, I manage campaigns here. Yes. Um. AP Mike is actually running for mayor of Bayonne. <laughs> I'm sure I could get him some good data. We can knock some doors and uh, and get him elected. I would love to run that campaign. He's running. Uh, it's uh, funny. He's running on the Green Quick Check Party. He's, he's running <laughs> with. That's he's he's. They just opened, Mike just told me they opened a new, are you taking credit for it? Is this part of your campaign? <laughs> we got three green quick checks in Bayonne. My first campaign promise is to run out the bootleg DVD sellers from the Dwayne Reed parking lot. The first thing I'm going to do is to get rid of Captain, what's his name? Captain Bayonne. He's a blight. Mike's gonna be like, it's gonna be like Spider-Man. He's gonna be like, like J. Jonah Jameson. I need to get rid of 
Captain Bayonne, who's this guy who runs around Bayonne and fit and like a dress like a superhero, runs around the streets promoting fitness. The only thing is, realize everybody knows that you gotta. If you're on the streets of Bayonne, you better run. You don't need some dude in a superhero costume to tell you. He came up. He came up to the studio for the old best show. Never have him here, by the way. Never in a million years. Would not. You could not pay. There's not enough money in the world to have that to have that guy appear. But he came on the air then, and he was this guy just like, well, that's I'm promoting physical fitness in bands. He's wearing running around dressed like a super. You know, else you can promote physical fitness is to promote physical fitness. Not to dress like a superhero where people are trying to figure out what you're up to. One time I went for a walk, uh, in, in, uh, I, I, I was, I was walking around a, 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 like a lake where they had like a nice walking footpath and everybody walks around after work and it's all the families are there. It's all the people. And then there was a guy. There was one dude walk, and I'm telling you, it was, Hundreds of people, all families and all of all different stripes and every, just everybody. It's one of those things where humans are just coming together, except for the one guy, for whatever reason, was dressed like Spider-Man in a public place, walking around the lake, and suddenly all anybody's thinking is, I hope this guy doesn't go off. (laughs) He like ruined hundreds of people's day because he's walking around in a mask. Scaring everybody. Yeah, that's, so predictable. You don't know what he's going to do. No, that's this Captain Bayonne. That's who. My, that's why Mike's going to stop him. It's the first thing in his campaign. I'm going to stop Captain Bayonne. And my first, the first day in office, I will sign a bill banning Captain Bayonne. And I want there to be a green quick check. On every block. Because <laughs> there's these quick checks that have, they have, they're all solar powered. So, uh, although I question that. I question. I like the idea, it's like, oh, there's the thing. Oh, they're all solar powered. You know what else they're doing? They're, they're pumping gas out front. Well, that kind of offsets, offsets the low carbon footprint of the, uh, of the, uh, the green yeah. quick check is you're also a gas station. It's like a carbon offset thing, though. They they make up for the gas with the with the yeah. I actually did that tonight. I when the when I thought that the uh, restaurant owner was racist, I actually made a donation to the NAACP tonight to make myself feel better for See? eating there. You are trying to do your part, so now. You're doing all right. You're doing all right, Catherine. You're a good person. I'm going to ask you now a few questions in this round of getting to know you. Okay. Catherine. Who's who's a, a good snob and who's a bad snob? A good snob and a bad snob. Um, a good snob is maybe... Uh, someone who knows good mushrooms from bad mushrooms, like the delicious mushrooms you cook with. Cause like there's shiitake mushrooms and there's like garbage white button mushrooms. Yeah. So that and would be a good job. Someone with mushroom awareness. 
because I, I just either I, I love mushrooms that are delicious and I hate mushrooms that are, like that's a real love hate thing with me. So if someone could be the snob to give me the good stuff, I would appreciate it. Okay. Um, and the bad snob is all of the other ones, like right. a wine snob, a music snob, a movie snob. A, a, love it. Yeah. Next question. Yeah. What's the longest you've ever gone without sleeping? Oh, um, uh, I, I haven't really stayed up all night in a long time. It might have been since, like, my high school prom night when I stayed up all night at an Asian karaoke place, unfortunately. Okay. Who's your favorite uh, heavy metal band? Oh, that's a tough one. Heavy metal was in, like... The new version of heavy metal or heavy you metal? No, any like version, any, anything. If you want to say ACDC is is metal, that's fine. <laughs> I do love ACDC, but I I I grew up with a sort of a nineties two thousand definition of heavy metal. Yeah, ACDC is great. They're okay. the best. I saw them live, and I felt the the fire of their stage show burn my face. So it was that was enough. Okay. What's your least favorite holiday? Oh, um, 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 oh, God, that's a, oh, Valentine's Day, absolutely, I hate Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. That's a Too good much one. pressure, it never works out. That's a good one. Who's just taking up space? Um, uh, um, probably me. I could do better. Oh, stop. I could always do better. Don't, you... You're a good person. Don't be down on yourself. You're not one of the bad people. I can, I can work harder. Um, I, I, uh, gosh, there's got to be someone who's just... Uh, is there someone in our nation right now who's just utterly failing us? I don't know. That's a tough one. Okay. okay. Final question. <laughs> on a scale of 1 to 10, how happy are you? Uh, I'm like a, 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 a 9 and a half. Wow, that's great. I'm, I, I feel like I'm, I'm like as, as good as I could be, but I'm always reaching for that next bit of happiness. Like well, that, I want to be a ten. That's fantastic. That's I love to hear that, Catherine. You did great, and you have a great night. And uh, stop beating yourself up so much. <laughs> um, actually, Tom, there's no. You mentioned happiness. Um, last week, you said something about people having ten-year anniversaries. Yes, yes. I thought that was so strange and serendipitous because I literally this year am having a 10-year anniversary with the, my significant other. That is the craziest thing that you would say that at the first of 2018. Well, then I'm going to you. You email me, and I would offer to send you and your significant other to the movies, my choice of movie. I will pay <laughs> for the movie. It's my call what movie, though. You might get ready uh, to go see Proud Mary. Or the commuter. I would love to see Proud Mary. We'll find out. Well, you just took Proud Mary off the list. You're a little too into <laughs> it. Um, no, we'll figure it out. Email me, Catherine. We'll figure it out. Okay, I will absolutely do that. Thank you so okay, much. Okay, you have a great night. You too. Bye bye. Here's something from 
a really good band called Younger Lovers from their album, which is called Sugar in My Pocket. Let's check this out. Younger Lovers! Got there. Younger lovers. It's good stuff. The album's called Sugar in My Pocket. And the song is called The Ballad of Two Stubborn Men. came out on Southpaw Records. And Southpaw Records, I, I, um, sad to say, have, uh, just called it a day. So many good records they put out over the years. And, uh, a great label. They will be missed. They served. And we tip our hats. Southpaw Records putting some good music out. The Younger Lovers. I'm sure these records will be available somewhere else. They are too good not to be. Alright, let's go back to the phones. We're going to do some calls real quick. Actually, one thing I wanted to talk about, um, Let's go to the phone. Special, hi. Hey, Tom. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. To whom am I speaking? You're talking to Justin Reed in Asheville, North Carolina. What's that now? Uh, Justin Reed in Asheville, North Carolina. Justin in Asheville, North yes, Carolina. Yes, sir. What's going on tonight, Justin? Uh, nothing much. Just been listening to your show and everything, and... I was highly entertained by the the, the Hillboy cream guy. <laughs> wow! Yeah, that was something else, that dude. Yeah, basically, my favorite Rush album, by the way, is Counterparts. Counterparts. I don't know that one. That's the one. It's a little bit. It's not. It's just really later on. It's after Moving Pictures. It came out in either nineteen ninety or nineteen ninety one. I think it was like nineteen ninety one. Okay. Dudio, you like Rush, yep. right? And Dudio said that album sucks. Sorry, dude. Oh, I love that album. By the way, and another one I love is uh, "Hold Your Fire." I'm actually going to go see Amy Mann tomorrow. Okay, and she actually does a duet with Getty Lee on a, a on, on a song called album. "Time Standstill." Yes. It's a legendary duet. Where where is she playing? Uh, at the Diana Wilson Theater. All right. 
right. Asheville's hopping, man. That's what people say, right? Uh, yes, it is. And, oh, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess I can just go ahead and say it. I'm actually a Steven Universe fan. I definitely know your. I definitely know your voice is Greg Universe and everything. And Rebecca Sugar is my favorite artist of all time. Well, that's nice. I'm, I'm I'm glad you like the show. Thanks. I do a voice. That's all I do. It's Rebecca. I know, but yeah, basically the show is like a. It's essentially an animated version of my childhood. My dad was is a regional musician from North Carolina, and my mom was someone who, she's someone who saw the goodness and kindness in everyone, and. And they gave, gave birth to me. I mean, I even put star stickers around my room when I was a little kid. So nice. it's pretty much the closest thing to my childhood. The uh, pretty much the closest thing to my childhood and media as you can get. I love it. I'm glad you like it. You want to play Definitely. the game? You want to play getting to know you? Yes, sir. All right, let's let's do it. And ask you some ask you five questions. Let's see. What's the most popular movie that you've never seen? Star Wars The Force Awakens. Star Wars The Force Awakens, okay. What's the closest you've ever come to death? <sighs> it's actually a, it's actually a couple well it was a couple, it was actually about a couple years ago during the darkest part of my life and Something I'm not ready to talk about publicly sure, yet. You don't, have to. don't worry. It was a really dark portion. Don't worry. It was really a dark portion of my life. You don't have to talk about it. Yeah, it's really, really personal. Don't sweat the it. Don't. And we're moving on. We're moving on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you could live anywhere on Earth, where would you live? If money was no object. Huh. It would probably be Tokyo, Japan. Tokyo. Let's see who is your hero. Rebecca Sugar. Rebecca Sugar. It's a good answer. Let's see. What's the dumbest thing you ever bought? That would be a fifteen. Oh, that would be a fifteen dollar cheeseburger from Five Guys. Hold on. A fifth, you, you spent $15 at Five Guys? Yes, sir. How is that possible? What did you, how, how, how did you do that? It was just, that was the price of the burger. It was literally a, that was my first time ever going there, and it was literally a, it was a, it was a front pair of fries, a hamburger, and a drink, and it was $15. Yeah, that's, that's nuts. I yeah, don't know what I, I know, I know. <laughs> I don't know how that's possible, but you did it. And I'm going to say... Yes, I did. That's pretty dumb. It was pretty dumb. All right, my friend. Now you did a great job. Thank you for calling, and you have a great night. All right, you too, Tom. Bye. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom, it's Listener T. Listener T from California. That's right. How are you doing? I'm good. What's going on out in Lipstick City? Lipstick City. Well, you know, it's uh, kind of slow. They just sh shot a TV show just down the block from our house the other day and uh, got paid to let them use my driveway. So that was nice. What are we looking at here? What, uh, 200 bucks? Nope. Higher or lower? Higher. Higher. Five, Higher. five. Yep. Nice. 
Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Well played. So uh, uh, I one of the things I wanted to tell you was I was remi- reminded uh, seeing the news about Neil Diamond uh, retiring. He's not touring um, anymore because he is is uh, uh, suffering from Parkinson's disease. Yeah, that's sad. But um, a couple of years ago, uh, Quimby and I went to see him at the Hollywood Bowl, and it was it, it was a pretty great show, I have to say. Although I think we talked about this earlier, he's his clothing choices were sort of like. That could be Neil Diamond. That could be Liza Minnelli. It's just sort of that indeterminate old people semi hipster garb that he was wearing. You know, kind of like a bedazzled jacket, yeah. and whatever. Probably but to play one, to the back of the house. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things that I thought was so funny was during the during the concert when he first t- took a break and started talking to the audience. You know, he was saying how great it was to be back at the Hollywood Bowl and everything. And then he said, and I'd like to welcome everybody who's joining us tonight on Periscope. Uh, and it, Periscope was like three weeks old at this yeah. point. And he's talking to an audience of which I am by far one of the youngest members. Yeah. So when he it. said, I want to welcome everybody joining us on Periscope, dead silence nobody yeah. knew what he was talking about yeah. and i think he was expecting like a big reaction like somehow he was going to be able to hear the people watching it on pay-per-view in bayonne or wherever yeah. and of course he got no response what? at all it was and i thought that was hilarious yeah he he, he called the wrong uh platform there yeah he he did not read the room particularly yeah. well on that one i don't think yeah um but anyway, uh, I also wanted to let you know that um, that Quimby was uh, had a lot to do with the Porgs. Uh, she was working on the last Star Wars movie, and she was the in-house compositor. And one of the things she was responsible for was that shot of uh, the Porg uh, that they used in the in the ad where he's the Chewbacca uh, and the Porg. Screaming. Chewbacca and the Porg is like ah. Yeah, she did that shot. So wow, oh, actually, that's awesome. She did a yeah, she did a lot of stuff on the on the movie, and mm-hmm. uh, we're she's very very proud of it. It was very uh, should be. That's yeah. not, did she do anything with the fifty five minutes that they spent in that casino? Did she have anything to do with that stretch? <laughs> no, that I took up she, half she, the movie. She saw some. She saw some of it, but but most of what she was. She concentrated on a lot of uh, other shots um, that I won't talk about on the oh, air, but they were fairly key in the in the film. And ones when I tell people that she worked on them, they're like, "Ooh, wow! Look, this was that's saying. great." This Star Wars thing, my thing, uh, has been proven again. The best character in this whole thing. Who do you think the best character is in all the Star Wars things? Simple. And. Uh, it, R2-D2. Yeah, it's R2-D2, of course. It's R2-D2. Yeah. There's only one good character. I think there's only one good character in the whole thing. <laughs> it's R2-D2. This Mark Hamill, this Luke Skywalker, he's good in the movie, and I like the fact his character's uh, mad and all the whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like, 
This dude spends a little too much time in the anime in the cartoon booth. <laughs> he's not. A, yeah, he's, he's, he's not one of he our. He made games. some pretty serious faces in that yeah, movie too. Yeah, he's making faces. I, I thought. I think you. You think it was. Uh... Look, I'm not going to put this guy down. I'm not going to put. He did. He did a great job. He did a great. He did, I, he did a great. I, job. I thought he. I thought he did a great job, and I. I really liked the direction that the movie went in, and I know. Uh, that she was saying that around the post-production office, the the working title of the movie was Nerd Rage. Look, I like they the... knew. <laughs> what, what do these nerds care about? What? You're not, it's not for you. It's not for... If a thing is for everybody, it's not just for you. There's going to be things yeah. in it you don't like. Calm down. Yeah. Think I like the casino scene? No, that's not for me. Look, I don't even know who that is for. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I do know that on the um are you aware of the the app called Run P? No, I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's pretty it, it, for for guys who are getting up there, it's not a bad thing to know about. It's it's basically an app that will tell you uh what the best part of a movie to get up and oh, go to the yeah, bathroom I know what that is. is. I, that, that, yeah, that that I'm not getting And uh, the the casino scene is I think one of the moments that they say yeah. you can you can probably miss out on this. You can miss. Yeah. You haven't seen it? you had a month. You had a month, Pat. You're trying. What it was it, it, it what you gotta travel It's to so difficult. It's so difficult to get tickets to this movie. Yeah. Look. It's so popular. Okay, I'm not gonna ruin anything in it, Pat, all right? But uh, let's just say R2-D2 uh, ain't going to be seeing a whole lot of him in the next movie. I... No, that's not <clears throat> He's around. Um, he's the best character. He's the only one that solves anything in these movies. Everybody else is whining. R2-D2 is the only <laughs> one who's just like, yeah, okay, we've got plans for the thing. Give me the plans. I'll get them to, the, to Obi-Wan Kenobi. All right, what do you want me to go in the back of the the thing and and pilot your thing while you're gonna blow up the Death Star? Yeah, okay, I'll do that. You want me to go here with Darth the young Darth Vader? I'll do all of it. Yeah, he does all. He's in all the movies. He does everything. He's the only one doing anything in these movies. The R two D two. Well, maybe it'll turn out that he's been telling the story, and that's why it's like. And then I saved this and then i blew up that and then i was the only one to go across the desert yeah. to get captured by jawas so that i knew that i'd get taken to kenobi yeah, yeah. exactly probably sabotage that other uh, droid whose who's, uh, head blew up yeah. <laughs> yeah he did i'm sure somewhere on the way out he just shivved him yeah pulled a, a, a tanya hardening on, on him that, that was like, why, why? In that movie, oh, brother. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Ay, 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 Tanya. Oh. I got, I, the only movie I ever asked for a refund on a guild screener. Oh. I contacted the guild and asked for my money back. Asked for my dues back. Yeah. Could I have $7 of my dues back? Like this, I'll say this. this Alice and Janney got nominated for a best supporting actor on this thing the, the way she plays this thing if she was on mad tv doing that character they'd be like hey can you click it down a couple notches it's a little <laughs> big dial that back to like a 14 it's a little big for it's a little big we got stuart coming up next on mad tv 
<laughs> and uh, can you click back a uh, weird lady with a parrot on her head? <laughs> cursing. The cursing, <laughs> cursing angry lady with a parakeet pecking at her wig. Yeah, but she's like, this is one of my franchisables. I don't know. I might put her next to Brian Cranston in my hall of uh, in my hall of horrors. What's that? Hall of Hams. That's exactly it. The Hall of Hams. <laughs> with a giant statue of Brian Cranston out front. I might put an Allison Janney statue next to it. Uh ay ay Tanya. Did you hear that when I said that the first time? No. Yeah, that was a good that was a good one. Would you like to play the game, yeah. getting to know you, even though I do know you, oh. I would like you to play the game if you wouldn't mind playing the game. Of course. I, I, I haven't played in years. Well, welcome back. Get ready. On a scale of one to ten, how happy are you? Let's say 7.6. 7.6. Not bad. Not bad. What is the best concert you've ever seen, listener T? Hmm. Prince might be up there. Um, I saw, I saw Bruce Springsteen open the Brendan Byrne Arena mm. in 1981. And yeah. that was, that was pretty all-time great, I have to say. All right. But I saw the I saw the tubes at Toad's Place in Manhattan, which was also I mean in in in, in Hartford, Hartford, which Canada, was uh, Toad's Place. Yes. Yeah. All so, right. Those are some good shows. Yeah. What's the most embarrassing thing you ever said to a famous person? Oh boy! Um, at the show in L.A. at the best show show I said God to John Daly I said hey I'm, I know you from the television you could buy me a beer okay and, that's uh, that's up there yeah no I, that was that I know was you from awful. the television you can buy me a beer okay yeah I was goofing on it goofing uh -huh. around with him but it was just not you know it, it was like you know, you know what the deal is. It's bit. like, uh, so yeah, that was pretty awkward. I hear you. I hear you. And it's one that I was, I was like, should I tell this on the show? Like after it happened, I was like, no, I don't want to ever tell anybody that. No, you just did it. You just <laughs> unmasked yourself. Yeah. What's a song that can immediately make you sad? Um. Uh. Nothing can ever take the place of you by Tucson McCall. Okay, I don't know that song. It's on the Hairspray soundtrack, the original movie, not the musical movie. Mike, get me the Hairspray soundtrack. Um. What is your greatest accomplishment to date? Um, uh, I think my most notable accomplishment would still be my Jeopardy championship and, and the, like the run of game shows that I did. I, I won on three game shows. So that's a big one. That was a, that was, that was big. That was great. Yeah. Listener T, thank you for playing. 
Well, thank you for having me, and uh, my best to your lady friend. Oh, did you get? Uh, did you see that we were on Staten Island? We stopped off at Jim Hanley's Universe, and uh, I think I did see Ron. That. Ron, Ron from Ron from Jim Hanley's says hello. Yes. Well, technically it's J H U. It's uh, not Jim Hanley's yeah. Universe anymore. That's but, true. But uh, I will say hi to Ron myself, and thank you for that, and thank you for everything, Lister T. Please tell your uh, uh, your your uh, partner in crime there that I congratulate her on the porgs, and uh, if she wants to send me a porg, I would not be against it. Uh, all right, I will. Uh, I will see what. What she can do, they right. they fly off the shelves. <laughs> okay. That is an excellent porg imitation. Thank you. All right, we'll talk to you All soon. All right. Bye. Okay, bye. Yes. Yeah. And thank you, Dudio, for this music. Is that the slow one? It's weird. I think both of the ones, I, didn't, I don't think I have the normal one. I think they're both slow. Let's see. Here's the normal one marked by. Yeah, that's the same one. I like it that way, though. That's better. You know, it is. You know, I think that's better, ultimately, that it would be um, just kind of weird sounding like that. I like that. I like it. Right? I like it, like it, like it, like it. What song is that? What song is that where it's like, I like it, like it, like it, like it? I don't know. So I was talking about um, one thing I've been meaning to talk about for a while, and the the Royal Truck Show reminded me of it, was the uh, crowd response. I told you about the, the amorous couples at the Royal Truck Show. I didn't know their music was so uh, erotic. Apparently it is. Um, but they... Uh, there was also a guy yelling out. Then the person had the phone up and was like, get the phone down. And then everybody cheers when the phone up. Shut up. You got Rex. So I was talking about this sandwich I got. And I go in the place, it's a sub shop, one of these local places, not a chain sub shop in these places. People just like, go to the local sub shop, and I'm just like, oh shut up, I'll get a sub wherever I want to get a sub. 
all right? You know, you tell me where to get a sub. If I want to go to a Jersey Mike's, I'll go to Jersey Mike's. You tell me to go to local guy, like, what are they hiring? They bringing people in from out of state? Still local people working there, right? I mean, it's like, you tell me where to go for the sub shop. It's like, shut up. Yeah, so I'm online waiting to get this sub. And the guy in front of me is like, yeah, uh, I want to get all, he kept getting half subs. And he keeps ordering, he's like, I'll get a half of a number five. And he gets a half of a number seven. He's reading off his piece of paper. And then he goes, he gets another half of a number five. It's like, won't you? I'm like, oh, shut up. Just get a full five. It's easier for the guy to make it. He's making half subs. The number, 201-332-3484. We're talking subs. Here on, oh, shut up. Two zero one three three two three four eight four. We're talking subs. Call in. So yeah, so then uh, you know I'm online at the sub shop. Finally, this bozo buys all the subs, right? And uh, it's just like it's taking forever, and then all of a sudden he starts paying in cash. And he's counting it out one at a time, counting the bills out, rolling out, single by single. It's like, well, well, what's going on here? And then the guy finally says, the other guy's like, oh, I forgot my punch card for the free sub. I'm like, oh, shut up. You give, you don't have your punch card. You get your receipt, you come back. Well, you lose out even better than that. You lose out. You don't got your punch card on the spot, you lose. We're talking subs here. 201-332-3484 on, oh, shut up. Hey, Ernie, we good here on one? Yeah, welcome to uh, Shut Up. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah. What do you want to say you about subs? A, you ever had DeBella's subs? What? You ever had a DeBella's sub? DeBella's subs. Where do you get that? They got them in Ohio. They got them, I think, in, uh, somewhere in New York and Pennsylvania. And what makes the subs DeBella? What is it? Big, big old-fashioned subs, fresh baked bread and house. Oh, oh, shut up! Day. What am I talking? Old-fashioned? Was it rotten meats? Shut up! 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 Are we talking subs? We're talking subs tonight. Can I spout off a little bit? Yeah, go ahead. Who wants onions on their subs? Automatically. Don't put onions on my subs. Oh, shut up. Who wants onions on your subs? So you go to the thing and you don't want onions on your sub? Don't automatically put them on. Oh, shut up. Shut up. 
Oh, you gotta go. You tell me you don't want the, the fixings on it. You're an Lettuce, idiot. Tomatoes, shut tomatoes. up. Oh, shut up. God doesn't want onions on his sub. Why did they offer it? You, the, the onions balance out the lettuce. You idiot. Guy comes to me, says he doesn't want the onions on his sub. I say, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. All right, take take Shut up. Shut up! Shut up! Shut! 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 Shut up! Shut up! Ernie, one. You're on. Oh, shut up! Are yeah, you like um, Jimmy John's, the Beach Club? Jimmy John's? Are you crazy? A oh, shut up! That's a terrible song. <laughs> shut up! Tell me Jimmy John's is a real sub. Look, sometimes you wanna you want a thing the Jersey Mike's at least it says they fix it the Jersey way, which I don't even know. A guy tells it to me. We fix it the Jersey way. I shut up, I'm from Jersey, it's not even a thing. What just you put everything on it? How's that the Jersey way? Welcome to the show. Well hey, what's up? Uh what's up? I moved down to Texas. Yeah, hey, how you doing? Am I on the air? Yeah, you're on. Oh, shut up. This is Rex. Oh, hey, Rex. What's up? Uh, this is Andrew. I, uh, I'm in Jersey, but I live in Texas now. Yeah. And they got this, they got this uh, sub shop down here. It's called uh, Tucci's Southside Sub. It's supposed to be like, uh, you know, Jersey style. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, the guy's making a sub, and he's he's explaining everything. It's like he's telling me it's boar's head, and and the bread is, is fresh, you know, fresh baked and everything, and I, I just want to order a sub. Yeah. You just want a sub, right? So guys talking, sub, talking. I'm on a lunch break. Yeah, you're on a lunch break. You're like, look, man, I just want my sub. Just shut up. Oh, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. All right, to take shut up. Will you shut up? Shut up. Shut. 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 Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. So anyway, you know, I'm going back, go to Jersey Mike's, this dope on the counter, he starts trying to tell me that you got to put the peppers on the thing, put this pepper spread, he starts saying it's Jersey style, I'm like, what are you talking about Jersey style, no such thing as Jersey style, shut up! Shut up!
Like Robert Fripp doesn't want to hear that. What are you yelling at him for? You know he doesn't want to hear you yell Fripp at him. So why are you yelling Fripp at him? Just let him be. All right, let's go back to the phones here. We're doing getting to know you. Best show, hi. Hi, this is Jamie from Bethesda. How are you? Jamie from Bethesda. What's going on tonight out in Bethesda? Uh, not much, really. Pat, I was actually Pat, down... can you bring me a, a seltzer, a can of seltzer, please? <laughs> Sorry, Jamie, I didn't mean to interrupt. It's okay, you. it's okay. I, 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 it was, it was odd. I was listening to the thing, and, uh, I didn't know that, uh, I didn't know that online radio could have uh, interference. Uh, I, I didn't really With catch what? much of your story, but this guy was talking about subs, so uh, that was kind of odd. But yeah, I am not exactly sure what you're talking about. But oh well. do you want to do getting to know you? Thank you. Uh, yeah, sure. What you eating there, Pat? Pumpkin seed chocolate. Pumpkin seed chocolate. Oh no, I'm okay. I need to be on mic. Are we doing half hour power tonight? All right, great. All right. Hold on, I'm going to fade this down. Say goodbye to that. And there we go. Jamie. Yep. What is a lie that you tell yourself over and over? Mm, over and over. Um, probably something like, oh, I, I can't do this, or like, just, I, I, if I look at, like, I'm, I'm applying for jobs right now, uh, and so I see, like, all these requirements, and, you know, they usually have way more than necessary for the types of jobs, uh, that I'm looking for being in, computer science but uh with like you know three years of experience and uh you know college and you know fresh out of college and um i say you know i can't do this but you know i, I think i actually can mm-hmm. uh sorry if that didn't make much sense no that makes sense i get it you just want you just give, give you a shot just give you a shot yeah. That's all you're asking yeah. for. Yeah. All right. What? What is your favorite and least favorite thing about the best show? Oh, uh, favorite thing is that um, you never really know what you're going to expect when you listen to any given show. Mm. Just the things that come out of left field, like, uh, you know, you're listening to something and all of a sudden there's... Uh, there's a sound collage that happens. Mm-hmm. You're really good with them. Uh, and I think you should put them on CD. Um, put them for download. Well, who knows? All right. Least favorite thing? What's your least favorite thing? Uh, well, I, I guess I can't really, you know, disrespect some of the other callers since this is only my second time. But oh, oh here we go. I no, I know, no. I mean, they're just. I can't name any specific caller because there's this type of caller. Maybe I'm included in that. Um, 
mm-hmm. yeah, just calls in, doesn't really have anything to say, mm-hmm. does, doesn't offer anything good or bad, really. Mm-hmm. Just kind of, uh, and, and it's nice, but, uh. Okay, don't worry. I get, I get what, yeah. I get what you're saying. They, you, you wish they'd bring a little more to the table. Yeah. Okay. What's something that's on your bucket list, for lack of a better uh, term, Jamie? Hmm. Well, I would say that that's kind of hard because I already. Uh, I, I I guess um, maybe uh, I I'd love to uh, go back uh, to Tokyo. I didn't. I went there uh, once when I was studying abroad in Japan last year and I didn't really get to see much of it. So you wish you and could you, you wish you could return to Japan for a more uh ex- extens- extensive trip? Extensive trip and not having to worry about studying sure. as much. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. That's, that's and graduating a, from college. That's a good answer. A couple of months. Good. What's the best concert you've ever seen? I've only been to like two or three concerts. Um, but a couple of years ago, I went to uh, uh, Weird Al's Mandatory Fun uh, tour yes. down in uh, Wolf Trap. Sure. And that was a lot of fun. Weird Al does a good, uh, good, a good show, Weird Al. Yeah. Good to very, he gives it his all. Makes yeah. it Makes it really count. Very, very yeah. impressive, Weird Al. One more question, right. Jamie. What do you wish you could do? Like, what's something you wish you could do? Uh, I think I really wish I could draw because mm. there are so many people I see who ha- who just have amazing talent at just drawing, and I can't hold a pencil for more than like a minute before I start getting cramps sure. in my in my hand. And right. um I'm closer no. to you on that. Yeah. Than than uh than not. Jamie, thank yeah. you so much. No problem. Have, Have a good night. night. Best show. Hello. Yeah, thanks for picking me up, bro. You're headed west, right? Hello? That's cool. Me? Yeah, I'm headed to Minneapolis. I'm going to go see my beloved Eagles in the Super Bowl. This sounds like a butt dog. Do I got tickets? When has not having tickets kept me from doing anything? <laughs> I think this is Look, I'll be honest. I'm also flagrantly on the lamb here, okay? Yeah. You see that cool footage of that guy driving his cool dune buggy up the art museum steps after we kicked the Vikings' ass? That was me! Oh, everybody loved it. Except the cops, right? Yeah, they're after my ass. That's another reason why I'm beating ass out of Philly. Also, I got in trouble for blowing up fire trucks with fireworks. Yeah, that was bad. 
You know, maybe it's the time for a change of scenery for me anyway, you know. I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll find a Twin Cities lover and settle down out there. You know, I wonder if I could stay with Wendy and or Lisa. They gotta have Yingling out there, right? Yeah, who knows? Oh, cool, you got a cassette player. Wanna hear the best band in the world? Okay, hang on, here we go. Roy, can you hear me? I, it was a, huh. I guess it's nice to know or not nice to know that I'm in his phone. Uh, he has me in his phone. Like he has my number in the phone, in his, in his little, uh, address book. Yeah. Speaking of Philly, I was going to go down on Sunday to see uh, Lana Del Rey in concert and decided against it when I saw that the Sunday night Lana Del Rey concert took place pretty much the same time the Eagles game took place. I was like, first of all, it's going to be hard enough for me to go to this thing solo. This thing I asked uh, a friend uh, who... who uh, it's also uh, uh, a gentleman who is a Lana Del Rey fan. I was like, is it is it weird? He's like, mm, it's a little weird. He's like, I saw her. He said there's about 10 minutes where she just accepts gifts from the from like young girls up front. And they all sing along to all the stuff, which that sounds awesome cuz again, look. I wasn't I wasn't uh wasn't trying to be a shock jock or, or uh, I'm not Skip Bayless or, or Colin Cowherd with a hot take where I'm just trying to say something outrageous. It's like, no, you listen to these four Lana Del Rey albums over the last, that she's done over the last six years. And you put, I'll, put that, I'll put them up against, uh, for telling these stories of just complete complete like sadness and 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 like like morning after hangover uh headache stuff and just the LA she's uh these are great out al- great songs great albums lust for life the the new album i think is the best thing she's done and it's got some it's a little a little lighter in a in a certain way of trying to be brighter but also telling the same stories she told and yeah infinite respect on the best show for Lana Del Rey Best show hi Hey Tom Yes, hi. Hey, this is Stephen in Denver. Stephen in Denver. What's up, Stephen? 
Oh, not not too much. I'm actually getting ready to go to to work here in a little bit. I'm gonna throw uh, I'm gonna throw a little uh, thing for uh, for some of the uh, universe heads out there. When I if you say Stephen, I'm gonna say Stephen, Stephen, just me on Stephen okay. Universe there. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Yeah, okay. So you're going to work. Okay. What's work for you? You know, I'm a night auditor, so a night a auditor. Night auditor at a uh, kind of like kind of classy business hotel. What's that mean? I don't know. It's just we. It's, I mean, sometimes we get some snobby business clients, is what it means. But we also have some nice people coming to Denver, seeing mountains and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I do the, you know, I do the the paperwork and the the boring stuff at night. And yeah, you get uh, Denver. Who do you get there? John Elway staying at the hotel. What do you got? You George, know, uh, recently got, uh, I I remember I had a uh, actually Dan the most the most surprising was George Clinton was at our hotel, oh. and uh, yeah, he he got a haircut. Okay, my friend Stephen, would you like to play Getting to Know You? Well, I I would, but I, I realized I got distracted, and what I meant to call about was a dream that I had yesterday. Now, I sleep during the day because I work at night, but I had a dream that I think you might find interesting. All right. Am I, involved... well, I'll say this. You say, okay, okay. I might find it interesting. I want to ask you this, though. Is there a chance I will also find it creepy? Uh, I don't, well, I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. All right. I, I don't think, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think you'll find it, it, okay. it too creepy. It, it involves one member of the best show staff. Who do you think it is? Mike. Who do you think popped up in my dream last night? Mike. Nope. Dudio. It was Dudio. It was Dudio. It was I saw Dudio at a grocery store. Uh-huh. It's already I know also... it's a dream. I know it's a dream. This you could this dude that you never saw a guy uh, who who has more things uh, sent to him than uh, Dudio. <laughs> this guy this guy he's like he's like uh when George Bush didn't know uh, the price of milk. You know, not. He didn't know how the door. He didn't know how the the the, the conveyor belts work on the grocery store. Well, he that? definitely didn't have any good advice on what I should what I should get at the grocery store. I'll tell you that. Okay, in the dream. In in the in the in the dream, I was looking for I was looking for shopping advice in the dream. Okay, but there was also a mouse in this dream, mm-hmm. right? And you know what that means? Very revealing. Very right? revealing. I'm well, I. I'm looking. I'm looking for interpretation here. That's the main reason I call. I'm looking to find what this means. I barely know what Dudio looks like, to be honest. I looked up his picture once or twice. Mm-hmm. Listen to the show. Good looking guy. Good looking guy. He's in my head, but okay. And and he's in your head, and soon he'll be in your heart. Dudio Thursdays on NBC. <laughs> I hope so, but I mean. I'm just a little disappointed with uh, his work on um, Meet My Friends, a friend. Yeah, me it too. Seems like, it seems like it seems like he could uh, develop a few more drops for the show. Thank I you. like the ones he, he did when he finally got around to it. More like Tudio, right? More like Tudio because he's given a lot of Tude on it. <laughs> and let me say, this is a good opportunity for me to say, 
Meet my friends, the friends. It's the friends podcast that that uh, we're doing, and they come out almost daily. These episodes, and each episode is a recap of uh, an episode of Friends. And just look, I'll just say this: just listen. It's funny. If you don't care about Friends, you don't need to know Friends to to get this thing. Just listen. It's funny. It's a funny show. I endorse it 100%. And I'm not talking um, to you right now, Stephen. The whole point is that people go, oh, well, friends, friends, you mean that dumb show? Yeah. What do you think? I'm that stupid? You think, I, I, you think I'm actually going to do something like that? I'm not ahead? You don't think I'm ahead? You don't think I'm ahead of you? I'm doing this stuff? Think I'm going to be pulling up the rear? F no. You spot me what I earned. You spot me what I earned. Take off, take off, take off all your clothes, take off, take off. That's the Lana Del Rey. With a lust for life, and a lust for life, keeps us alive, keeps us alive. It's a great album. Did you weigh in on the uh, the Radiohead controversy yet? Yeah, no, they, they, look, the song sounds like the Radiohead song. Radiohead got sued for that song. Yeah, that's the ridiculous part. It's, yeah, the, they mean, got sued by which of the Hollies sued them. And also, that's a song that hasn't Radiohead continually disowned that song? Radiohead, I don't know. Radiohead, Radiohead should get sued by every band that was doing work in electronic music. Yeah, <laughs> Robert Wyatt. When's Robert Wyatt's lawsuit against Radiohead? When's that, when's that dropping? Radiohead, Robert mm-hmm. Wyatt owned half the catalog. <laughs> Steven. You're a sweet guy. Thank you so much for calling. Oh, well, th- thanks for having me, Tom. Best show, hi. Hey, this is Macro in Seattle. How you doing? Macro in Seattle. What's up, buddy? Doing fine. Uh, the days are finally getting a bit longer here, so that's good. I'm hanging in there. Good. We're almost there. We're almost. We're closer. We're closer to the end of winter than we were. That's right. We're getting closer. Only got to get through January and then February, short month, February, and then when March shows up, it already starts to ease when March shows up. That's right. Who else should go in this Hall of Hams, Mike? Hall of Hams. Brian Cranston, Allison Janney. I'm telling you, that performance in I, Tanya, that would be, if that was on Mad TV, people would be going, yeah, that's my least favorite character on Mad TV. The parakeet on the wig, the cigarettes. You know what else I don't like in movies? When they play a, a song that's like a, a song that's so, like a lovely song, and then they show like violent images over the top of it, like, get it? You get it, man? Like they play Romeo and Juliet by Dire Straits, which look, I'm not a big Dire Straits fan. I like that song though. But then it shows, uh, she's getting knocked around by her boyfriend, uh, punched in the face and stuff. Like I gotta, like, see, we're playing a love song, but she's getting beat up. Oh no, I got it. I got it. I get it. I get what you're doing. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. You don't get it. No, I get it. You're trying to do some irony. But these some people didn't write the songs thinking that, oh, someday Mark Knopfler's writing Romeo and Juliet. 
maybe 40 years from now, there'll be a thing where somebody, a, a woman gets beat up to this song. Ironically. <laughs> well, that's the dream. So go ahead. What, what was your name again, Chief? Uh, Macro. Macro, that's right. Of course, of course. Do you want to play Getting to Know You? Yes, please. Let's get to it, because we're going to wrap up so we can end at, new, at midnight noon. Oh, boy. <laughs> and let me tell you this, Macro. This doesn't apply to you so much, because you're not, uh, you're in Seattle. But for people in New York, you listen to me. This Sunday... At 8 p.m. at Union Hall in Brooklyn. FOMO Live with Kristen Bartlett. You know Kristen Bartlett. She's super funny. She's got a show this Sunday called FOMO Live at 8 p.m. at Union Hall in Brooklyn. This is going to be a great show. Anybody. Look, there's no football. Go see this. FOMO Live. Kristen's funny. The show's going to be funny. There's good guests on it. Who's a guest on this studio I can drop? Uh, Sam J. Sam J. Sam J. Ashley Nicole Black. It's going to be a good lineup. But all you got to know is that Kristen Bartlett's on it. That's enough. Show up for that. Everything else, everything else is uh, uh, is uh, whipped cream and cherry on top. So, Macro, let's play the game. All right. Macro. Star Wars. You done with it? Yeah, I, I've been done with it for quite a while. Okay. What's an emotion you wish you had a little bit less of? I, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything uh, more subtle than anger. I, it's a part of anger where, like, I get really upset where someone accuses me of doing something I didn't do. Mm-hmm. That specific part of anger, yeah. I, I wish I didn't do that because like a defensive, like a defensive hair trigger anger. Yeah, you yeah. Push back. You pu- You get pushed. You 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 interpret something as a push. You push right back. Yeah, and sometimes that's not the best thing to do. No, so. it's not. You, 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 you know what, though? Half the battle is identifying it. Now you take some action. Macro, I'd like to mm-hmm. ask you this next question. Who do you owe a call to? Uh, probably either of my uncles. Um, on, on either my father or mother's side. Mm-hmm. Might be worth. I haven't talked to. Them, I haven't talked to them in a while, and I've been putting it off. So I it need to do tough. that. The new year, you you can still wish them happy new year. You can still get in under the wire on happy new year. Right, right, and 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 talk just more in depth about stuff. It's been yeah, a of while, course. No, so. what's the dumbest purchase you've ever made? Um. I've, I've, I've bought a lot of dumb things. Um, I, I honestly, okay, I, I got one. I got it. Um, uh, I had I had a gift certificate on Amazon, and one of the things that was on sale were these di- disco toilet lights. That's all you need to say. Disco toilet <laughs> lights. Any part of that 
None of those, those are three different words. Disco and lights can go together. That makes perfect sense. But you cannot put disco toilet or toilet lights together. Like that one, like toilet, toilet upsets the dynamic on either of those words. Disco toilet lights. How much did you pay for your disco toilet lights? Uh, it was, <laughs> this, this is the most, this is the most embarrassing part. I think it was like at least $10, like 15 or $20 yeah. for a pair or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, uh, yeah, okay, Macro. Final question. Okay. Who's your hero? Oh, wow. Um, or who's a hero? A hero. Uh, besides you, Tom? Yes, besides me. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, boy. Um, It's not a famous person. Um, probably, uh, he, he's, uh, I don't mean to make this a little, uh, I have a friend of mine who, uh, um, he, he's no longer with us, but, uh, he just had, uh, he's the reason why I moved to Seattle. He was a friend of mine that, uh, connected me, connected up with me just online and met up and we became really good friends. He just had a really free spirited, um, I don't know, he was just a free spirit and, uh, he, he touched a lot of people and, uh, and, um, he had issues, but, uh, um, yeah, he was a really cool guy. Um, what, what was and, your, can uh, you say your friend's name? Yeah. His name was, his name was Chris. Chris. Well, that is, that's a, uh, a macro. That's a beautiful thing you said. And, um, I, I, I appreciate you sharing that and thank you. Thank you for the call. Now go call your uncles. Not, well, not go call them right now. Call them tomorrow. <laughs> Call one tomorrow, the other one on Thursday. I will do. Thank you very much, yeah, buddy. You have a great night. You. Best show. Hi. Hey, Tom. Hi. To whom am I speaking? This is Matt from Orlando. Matt from Orlando. What's going on down in Orlando tonight? Um, not much. Just listening to the best show. All right. What uh what's going on for 2018? What are what are you up to? Um, I'm an artist and I have some animations I'm working on and gallery shows and stuff like that. Nice, that's good. You got some good stuff to uh, some good stuff to pursue. Yeah, definitely. Would you like to play the game, Matt? Getting to know sure. you. Yeah. All right, final one of the night, Mike. No more calls. And look into what people were, that one guy was saying something about subs or something. What is that? I don't know anything of what he was talking about. What's that? You bought a hat? Okay, Mike is so out of it. I bought a hat. What's your favorite candy bar? Mounds. Mounds. Interesting. You like that coconut, huh? It's very Florida. Oh yeah. Yeah, we we're more almond joy up here. We 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 haven't warmed up to coconut yet. 
What's the I most? You, what, what's the most you ever paid for a record? Um, I don't buy records, but CDs. Okay, whatever it was, any musical uh, recording. Maybe like forty bucks. Okay. Do you remember what it was? The Harry Nielsen. Um, hmm. It was a Harry Nielsen like bundled CD with a few of his albums in it. That's a good. That's a well spent forty dollars. Yes. Chinese food or Thai food? Thai food. Last time I ate Chinese food, I threw up. So definitely Thai there we food. Yeah, that'll do it. Who's just taking up space? Hmm. Uh, in what way? Like just whatever it comes to mind. First person that comes to mind when I say that to you. The first one was Donald Trump. I'm okay. sure people have said that. But. All right. Final question. Who's your favorite metal band? Ooh. Strapping in lad, Devin Townsend. Okay. You know him? I don't. Oh. Do you like metal at all? Oh, I like some stuff. If you could listen to Devin Townsend, he's been playing forever. Mike, get me the Hairspray soundtrack and the Devin Townsend album. Super what's eclectic. A, what's one song? Of... Sell me on one. Give me one song I should listen to by Devin Townsend. Right. I know you will love Vampire from Devin Townsend. Vampire. 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 Yeah. Matt, I'm going to check it out. Awesome. All right, thanks, buddy. All right, thanks. All right, look at that. In the best show of midnight. Looky Lou, how that worked. How about that? Sometimes the show ends like that. It's amazing. It's amazing when it ends on time. It actually had to happen one of these days. We're going to do the half hour power next. So I'm going to say to you, keep listening to the, well, no, you can't keep listening. Here's what I'm going to say. You want to call into the half hour power, 201-332-3484. We're going to start it in a couple minutes. This episode will come out Friday on Patreon only for a couple weeks. And you're like, why would it come out on Patreon and not on the thing? Because it's exclusive content we do for the Patreon subscribers to support the best show. And if you want to do that, you go to patreon.com slash the best show. And you get access to exclusive content. Some of it's completely exclusive. Some of it is early. You hear it first. Meet my friends, the friends, the friends recap podcast. At a point, a very near point in the, not in the not so distant future. Those episodes are going to go behind a, uh, the Patreon thing. So those people hear them first for at least a week. They will hear them first. So if you want to hear the episodes first, support the best show by going to patreon.com slash the best show. That's how the only thing we ask for from you. We don't, we don't do ads. We don't take, uh, grants or whatever. It's just that. Do what you can. We appreciate all of it. And I appreciate everybody who listens. I really do. I'm having a lot of fun doing the show this year. So I thank you all for making that something that is fun.
to do, and now, on the way out, we got our friend, uh, Dan Behar is going to be coming to town here in New York and Philadelphia, playing his rock and roll music with his band Destroyer, one of my favorite bands. Let's take a listen to something by Destroyer. I'm going to play something that's one of my favorite songs by them. It's a good song by them. One of my favorite songs is uh, Bad Arts. Let's play Sublimation Hour. I love this song. From an earlier album, Street Hawk, A Seduction. This guy is as good as it gets. Dan Behar. See him in Philly and New York. Friday, Friday and Saturday. Not sure which is which. He's good. He's on Merge. Check it out. Best show be back next week. Bye. <gasps> Wait. Why wouldn't you play? How dare you? Now! Was this changing of the gods really supposed to make you sick? It's alright.